Hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen, and I'm the Dungeon Master for this ragtag group of heroes and our campaign, The Tyranny of Dragons. If you're watching us for the first time on YouTube, welcome. We have primarily been uh, streaming on Twitch now. We're up to episode 32. Thank you for joining us on YouTube. If you're, if you're joining us on YouTube, we're going to be streaming to both Twitch and YouTube from now on. Um, however, this campaign... The Tyranny of Dragons campaign that we've been running is all about the players who will introduce themselves and their characters right now, starting with Claire. Claire, I'm playing Mira, the Dragonborn Sorcerer, Silver Dragon, Red Dragon, um, and she's sporting a new glass eye right now. Um, yeah. Yep, yep. She's all caught up in this quagmire of a of a of a uh, plot, unfortunately. So. Let's see what happens in this new new half of the campaign. I'm sorry. Did you did you call my carefully written story a quagmire of a plot? <laughs> yes. Well, no, someone's no, no, no. someone's starting off with uh, with whatever the opposite of inspiration is tonight. Uh... <laughs> no, I don't know. Twitch will give me Twitch will give me um, advantage, but I Twitch. Mira, could you quickly do a dex? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> next up, we've got Jared. Hey, guys. Um, I'm playing the character of, uh, well, Jin, uh, um, Alarian Whisperwind. Uh, there's a few, I think, I won't keep his secret under wrap for too long. Just we have a new player on board, so that might show itself in today's session. But for everyone else at home, if they've been paying attention, they are very well aware of what my character is and can do. Um, and yeah, so currently I'm just Delirian, a, a bard slash warlock. So looking forward to some of the shenanigans that are going to be coming about with uh, landing this castle. And I will pass it over to Michael, I guess. Everybody, I am Michael. And also Delirian as well. We'll get to that. Um, he is a warforged artificer. Sorry, I'm still getting my head around the, all the, all the <laughs> new character. Who, who dis? <laughs> new character. Who dis? Exactly. He's a warforged artificer made of hogs that have been scavenged from the very Absolutely. And uh, our guest character, who is back again for more punishment, Ali. No, I'm Ali, and um, I'm playing Lyra, the Kalashitar druid. Um, she's just a happy-go-lucky girl that's just here to keep an eye on her friend. Absolutely right. Um, so, thank you everybody who's been um, giving us those those likes and subscribes on Twitch and YouTube. Um, I realised uh, this afternoon while I was quickly writing the recap that um, I hadn't actually published the uh, the YouTube video for the last session uh, last week, so um, I've, I've got that up and running, but podcast viewers, you've been caught up for a while now. Um, so yeah, thank you everybody who's been liking that. Um, we hit um, 50 episodes on the podcast because we were splitting them into two. We hit 50 episodes with the most recent uploads. That was really exciting. Um, we got a little milestone for that. So well done, everybody. 50 episodes of a podcast. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, thank you everybody who's been... What was that, sorry? We just started out as a podcast as well. Exactly right. Yeah, we, we started off just as a, <laughs> just, uh, just as a, uh, a podcast and then it sort of evolved into... Well, this, this, this crazy, crazy collection of lost archives. Um, yeah, so thank you everybody who's been, who's been liking those. Thank you for everyone who joined me for the Witcher 3 streams and um, Jared and I for the, um, the hilarious Sea of Thieves stream on Monday night. That was, that was 
that was, that was a lot of fun. fun. That was good fun. Um, we uh, we were originally going to play with Andrew as well, who's another another friend of the archives, another archivist. Um, but he, he had to reinstall Sea of Thieves because his computer conked out. And but just so happened that it was another another one of our streamer friends who was on standby who just jumped in. So we had a great time. Um, we will definitely be doing a lot more Sea of Thieves. We we thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I'd say probably a bit too much considering what we're and doing. And Baldur's Gate three. And Baldur's Gate three. We will be doing Baldur's Gate three. So stay tuned for that. That is going to be lots of fun. Um, we will be playing that from the very beginning. Where I know I've done a couple of streams of Baldur's Gate three with uh, another Andrew, who's another friend of the show. Um, he is going to be doing um, Baldur's Gate three with Jared and I. We're going to do it from the beginning. We're going to go all the way through with um, all custom characters. So that should be buckets of fun. But yeah, that's it for me. Any anyone else got any fun fun news to share? No, really? I'll take I'll take that silence as um I mean look, it's it's COVID times. No one's doing anything fun. Um let's be honest here. That's, oh, that's... Look, honestly, like I think everyone's starting to sort of get out of the COVID sort of pandemic a little bit. We're oh, all man, starting that's... to step out of our houses a bit more now. It's really awkward because I've got a whole plague campaign coming up. Uh, maybe I was a bit late on that. Um, <laughs> yeah it's cool. called Novid. it's called novid um no, how can i escape my reality just escape to another pandemic yeah, yeah exactly right so we're going to be doing yeah unfortunately the um the king of oshia has announced a lockdown um so everyone's going to have to stay in their guild halls for the next <laughs> six sessions <laughs> man that sounds shit um all right i think that's enough i think that's enough inane banter from me let's get into the campaign um Azua, Mira, Wiltix, and Jin are the founding members of the Tempest Adventuring Guild, a brand new group dedicated to solving mysteries, thwarting schemes, and obtaining as much treasure as possible while doing so. This campaign has been following the escapades of these heroes and their efforts to fight a cult known as the Order of the Dragon, a group dedicated to the resurrection of Tiamat, an evil betrayer god. Having travelled much of the land of Oshia, Defeated many foes and successfully infiltrated the ranks of this cult, the group have found themselves aboard an ancient flying castle used by the cult as a base of operations. After damaging the control matrix essential for powering and flying the castle, good call, Resmir, one of the cult leaders, has fled the castle on the back of a white dragon, Glashail, with most of the cult who were occupying the castle following close behind in various airships. With the castle mostly abandoned, the party began exploring and discovered an ancient warforged, Lockie Hobbs, and his companion Lyra, an elf who had been sealed inside a magic amulet. Sensing the potential these new allies offered the guild, um, the group has grown by two, and the new party have set off to clear the remaining rooms of the castle. Coming across two red wizards who seem somewhat suspicious, Azua and Jin, um, Jin disguising himself as a, an invention of Azua's called Roger, uh, attempted to force their way into the room these two red wizards were staying, and after refusing to leave, the red wizards attacked. The resulting fight was brutal, but eventually the party were able to burn one to death, tear the other's throat out, and yeet a gargoyle out the window. We rejoin the party inside the room of the Red Wizards. Um, you are all standing around the remains of this room. The fireball that Mira detonated um, in the middle of last session has scorched the walls, the ceiling, and parts of the floor. Bloodstains are stretched across the floor like a carpet from where Lyra tore out the throat of Azaba Joss. What would you guys like to do? I don't know about... Go ahead, sorry. 
just yelling loot because I don't think our microphone is working. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys would like to loot the red wizards? Absolutely. Um, go ahead. Anyone who's um, searching the bodies can go ahead and make me an investigation check immediately. Oh, I guess I'm right next to just Bar- Asbara. All right. So Mira and Delirian are going to loot Asbara. What'd you say? Uh, Sorry. What check? Investigation. <laughs> Lyra is rifling through the pockets of the other one. Oh, oh no, that's uh, you are currently a wolf. Do you come out of wild shape, or do you just as a wolf? Yeah, start she, she drops. Through? She drops wild shape. There you go. <laughs> there we go. All right, beautiful. Um, all right, so we've got a nine. Joss. Yeah, we've got a nine from Mira. Yep. Sorry. You go. <laughs> just gonna say he got he got effed up hardcore. He did get effed up hardcore. You guys were not. You guys were not kind to these people. Um, I mean, to be fair, you stormed. It. You stormed into a private room of theirs. You insulted them and assaulted them, and then when they attacked you to get rid of you, um, you detonated a fireball on their face. I mean, that was pretty rough. Um, I feel like I feel like you guys have been a bit, a bit evil. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Um, so Mira oh, and hey. Jin. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mira, a 9 for Investigation, Jin, and 11 for Investigation. As you begin shuffling through and pushing through um, the bodies of um, Rathmodar and of our good friend Azaba Joss, um, Mira, you find uh, the staff that he's carrying, this very elegant red metal staff with these veins of bronze and dark obsidian through it. Uh, In fact, I think I can even display the item on the thing. Yes, there it is. You find a staff of fire. Ooh. Nice. Um, Illyrian, as you ruffle through, you find three spell scrolls. You find a spell scroll of Dimension Door, a spell scroll of Featherfall, and a spell scroll of Fireball, which, as a warlock, you are able to recognize the script used for most magic. I will post that in the chat as well. There yes, awesome. Cool. Just so you've got copies of them for future. That is so handy. Some people don't take notes. There you are. Oh, no, yeah. I take tons of notes um but yeah that's what you find cool uh yeah yeah my god that stuff is yeah quite nice isn't it yeah it is it's quite nice um azua at this point uh is sort of like looking around looking out the window uh where the gargoyle was um essentially yeeted um out the window sort of looking over going do you think it's hit the ground by now? Or... Oh, we've we've had our first our first advantage, Lyra. You have been given advantage by the uh, by the Twitch stream. Nah. Hell yeah! Ooh. Dragon Dragon Wolf, hello Dragon, thank you. Has given great, I mean, fantastic D and D appropriate name. Um, you have you have gifted. Uh, it, have you gifted this to Lyra because she was just a wolf as a druid before? I'm gonna guess that you have, because I know you, Dragon. <laughs> I know you very well, Dragon. Um, yeah, you've been given you've been given an inspiration. You may use that whenever you see fit. Ah, thank you very much. Cheers. Um, very good. Yes. For those of you who are wondering, we do have a channel point system where you can give the players and myself advantage or disadvantage. You can spawn monsters. You can create NPCs. Um, you can do lots of fun stuff. Yeah, so very nice. You've been given an inspiration. So, um, yeah, as it was just sort of looking at going, I wonder if it's hit the ground by now, if it's still falling. I believe it's probably almost there. Calculating. 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 
calculating. <laughs> I believe it was made of stone, so perhaps it falls a bit faster? Not quite sure how that works. Uh, I gave it an upward trajectory as it was leaving the window, so it would have been on a ballistic course towards the ground. Ah, yes. Very well. Very good. That makes sense. <laughs> Thank you. I've been practicing my Azua. Um, yeah, so you guys have looted the bodies. What would you like to do? Now, the question is, do we want to do a little time skip or do you want to investigate any more of the skyship? Because if we want to have a bit of a look around, we'll keep doing some stuff. Um, but if we're feeling like we want to do the time skip, I'm more than happy to do it and we'll, we'll zip ahead. I leave it in your hands. Um... Yeah, does, does anyone actually want to investigate any more of the castle? I, I think we're just going to try and, like, stop it. We could always go back to the engine room and give that yeah. a go. If we, if we yeah, want. yeah, yeah. I Worst case scenario, it doesn't work, but um, just make sure we have enough time, I guess, to get off. We do have those feather, to, um, feather fall tokens. You've also now got a spell scroll of um, Featherfall as well. Yeah, and Dimension Door. And Dimension Door. Well, let me bring you guys down to the engine room once again, which is one of my favorite maps of all time. Um, by pass oh, yep. Tilleri on the way? Uh, you probably would pass Tilleri on the way, yeah. Would you like to have Tilleri do something? Uh, yes, actually. He's, he's, he's going to uh, approach the group. Um, like, well, my friends. And you see in his hand that he's got... Uh, what appears to be bed sheets just folded over and over and over in his arm. And he has a, um, a little sheaf of papers in the other hand. Well, my friends, uh, it appears that there is cause and need for me to perhaps go and see the Harpers. So I was thinking about some things and I've put together a, uh, a little drawing of the, of the castle in which we stand. I've written down some of my experiences, but I was wondering if there was anything that you would want to add in going and sending a word to the Harpers. Oh. Yes. Maybe... Jin, yes. You know what to, to say to them. Although you've already sent word, but maybe any details. Maybe a code. Should we put a code? Well, yeah, we can more certainly. We should put a code. Yeah. What about you, my friend? Are you in? Oh, are we still calling him? Yes. He's, he's giving it away. <laughs> yes, I am Illyrian for now. Yes, Illyrian. Um, Is there anything you want to send to rappers? Any more information you need? Just detail everything that we've come across. Talk about Resmir and the white dragon that we saw. Glass scale. Yes. Glass scale. Glass hail, that's it. I do remember. I had it written down, which is easier. Um, yeah, I'm sure yes, you. Um... <laughs> yes. Um... Mention Resmir and Glass Hail. Very nice. And um, let them know that they escaped, and a lot of the forces have actually escaped as well. So we're not going to have such a coup that we thought we were going to. Oh, yes, with the point. I will add this. He does so. Mm -hmm. That's just true. But it's okay. Like 
I think once we get to the city, I will also be able to get in contact with the Harpers. There's a lot that we must talk about. That is. I just wanted to perhaps bring them word before. They, uh, there is a lot for them to take in. May take yeah, some time maybe, before they are. Maybe down. the quick, maybe the thing, the most important thing to focus on is that Resmir, Glass Hail, and all the forces of the castle have vanished. Sure. And I think they might be going to the the uh, the sacrifice circle. Yes, yes, that is a very good point. Okay. This too, I will. Add. They, uh, okay. Well, it seems that my road has finally diverged from the lot of you, but it will be out there soon. Where will you go? Mm, I do not know. The road will take me where it wants. How are you? Oh, I have many ideas. Do not worry. I always am. Look, I'm sure we will see you again, friend. You always do sort of pop up at the sort of most opportune moments. Yes, I am. That's a bit of an understatement. It's been a rare pleasure. God, this is so wholesome, guys. <laughs> well, I will you uh, adieu. And so he's approximately, uh, as a give or take, 320 feet from the window. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's going to bend over. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> jump on all fours. His tail's yep. twitching. And you see his claws come out and dig into the ground. And he readies himself. And then he's going to take off at a sprint. And okay. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to confess it. I'm going to say action, sprint. Yep. Step of the wind, bonus action. Yep. Then the um, feline movement. He screams through in one round. Yep. Oh, 320 feet. Yep. And hurdles himself off the building. <laughs> As he does that. Yep. As he does that, I sort of chase it. Wait, 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 but what about your share of the... Li- oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and he's just too fast. As you as you activate <laughs> all of these bonuses simultaneously um, and reach speeds in six seconds, moving 120 feet, um, you just shoot off the side of the... 300, sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shoot off the side of the uh, side of the Sky Castle, um, trailing these sheets that you've sort of tied together. Um, are you sort of using these like a wingsuit? Is that the plan? Uh, it's just sort of a cross between a wingsuit and a parachute. Absolutely. God, I I'd just like you to die. make for me. I'd just like you to make for me just a single check. He's got a featherfall token anyway. Um, I'd just oh, okay. like you to make for me a single check. I'd like you to make me either an athletics or an acrobatics check. Your choice. I just want to know what this looks like so that I can describe it as accurately as possible. Considering he is going out of... Oh, I've, I've lowered the DC considerably considering how fast he's going. 17, you smash it. I set the DC as 10. Um, 21, oh my god. So, yeah. Talari just disappears. He goes from stationary to a blur across your vision. Um, and the last thing you hear is this sort of ruffling sound as wind starts whipping through um, the cloth that he's trailing behind him, almost like a kite. And the, um, the sound of his tail flapping in the breeze behind him, like the, the, the tail of a kite. Uh, and he just disappears over the side. Um, after a few seconds, you hear um, 
a sort of like a strange cat cry and he swoops up the other side of the castle, does a loop, and then drops back out of sight again. Well, um, it was a little bit too quick. He didn't, um, well, he, he, he doesn't get his share of the loot, I guess. He that just disappeared. That's light speed, apparently. I did see him quick. before. He took uh, approximately a uh, involved. Oh, he did. Oh, yes. okay. He small. He took some. Well, at least he has his share. He helped us out big time there. It would have been, would have been horrible for him to have left with nothing to show. Absolutely. Alrighty, I will bring you guys. <laughs> I like the yeet comment. We've got a lot of yeeting in this campaign recently. Um, Alright, I'll bring yeah, you guys yeet. down to the engine room. Yeah, yeet. Alrighty. Yeet myself. <laughs> I'd like to yeet myself. Perfect. Good, good, good. All right. So as you carry on down through the uh, the ruins of this sky castle, um, it takes you probably about 10, 15 minutes to get back up to the top section, then down again into this engine room section below. Um, after traveling through, uh, as you approach in, uh, those of you with a passive perception of greater than 12, you notice a sound at the edge of your hearing, almost like someone sort of mustering to themselves and then the sound oh, of no. tinkering as if people are moving things about um, as you enter the room and as you approach the central dais where you had seen the um, area of interest you see a figure standing uh, in front of the dais pressing a number of buttons looking very focused um, taking her time with a strange glittering glow of lights forming almost some sort of like barrier from the floor to the ceiling around the dais is an elven figure with pale purple blue skin pointed ears and very pointed canine teeth um, she doesn't seem to have noticed you as you guys step into the room she's focused on what she's doing is wiltix with us <laughs> wiltix is not with you at this stage okay okay um uh look i'm gonna walk forward Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go ah Sandesul is that how you say it properly? you were very close that's the closest I think you've ever been to getting one of these character names right um Sandesul <laughs> Sandesul I have the I have uh, the notes here as you say Sandesul she turns around and goes Sandesul ah, ah my apologies of course not a problem now Seems you lot did a fair bit of work clearing out this castle. My, my, you've been busy. And you've picked up some new friends as well. That old robot who wandered around the place. And you, dear, hello there. Nice to meet you. She looks over at you, Lyra. She says that. Hello. Hello. Um, I don't think we've met. No, we <laughs> haven't. You may call me Sunday Sulmorja. Pleasure. Lovely to meet you. This one has manners. Why didn't you bring her along the first time? And where's was your I small actually, friend? Was I actually even there the first time? And I, I sort of have like a smile across my face. She she raises an eyebrow and looks at you curiously and goes... As she looks at me, I sort mm. of have my hand flash across my face quick. 
and just mm-hmm. reveal Lyra won't see this, but I reveal uh, oh, who was I playing again? You were playing as Rogar Crimson Scale. Yes, I'll show oh. a flash of Rogar go across my face. Fascinating. Very interesting. A shapeshifter. Curse. <laughs> Gift. Hmm. Very Born curious. with it. Not really sure if it's hereditary or not. Hmm. Well, you've done me a great service, just as you promised. You have cleared out the castle from that degenerate cult scum. And now I can take this castle and find my true followers of the cult, those who have not been corrupted by the teachings of this new bearer of the Red Mask, this Tiamat nonsense. We can go back to the real Order of the Dragon. It's been a while since we've had a Draculich loose. I can't wait to see another. You guys are all just silent. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Struck it or she, she turns back around and begins working at the dice. Seemingly not too worried about you guys. I was actually talking, but my mic went on the fritz. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What did you, what did you say? Oh, no, I was just saying, what was, what was it? I sort of, when she sort of finished that and talked about the Dracula, I mm. said, oh yes, it does sound like a great idea. But the issue we have is that, well, this is going straight on a one one course, and in before we know it, this will be a smouldering ruin upon the countryside. Yes, it is a damn shame that the bulk of the castle will be lost, but I'll be able to take my tower and the upper portions of the engine room with me. Shouldn't be a problem. You probably should start to look for some way off this rock. You haven't got much time before it crashes. Did you bring an airship with you? Otherwise, you're going to need to find some sort of parachute. Ah, it's okay. We have our own ways to uh, get off. Oh, and oh, quick question as well. Yeah. How, how, how long do you think we actually have? Because we did, like, I think it was, like, two days. So, like, how, I don't yeah. know how much time has passed since then. I'd say at this how, point how you guys have still got... You've still got... I'd say at this point you've still got 12 hours or so before you believe okay. that you'll reach... Before you believe you'll reach Palin. How long until the Sky Castle runs out of power? You've got no idea. Oh, none of you have any knowledge <laughs> at all you've got no you know you're about a day away from palin but how much how much energy is left in this thing after mira crippled it you've got no idea that's a very um, good point we didn't you, think about that no you, you have no idea what about the mechanics of her uh, what was that sorry Lockie? the mechanics of um her detaching her turn in the engine room you know what she means uh, make me a history check with advantage, because you would you would have some knowledge of this anyway. But I want to see how much knowledge you have. You might have quite a bit actually. Um, twenty-two, thirteen. We'll take the twenty-two. Yeah, something that's always puzzled you is that you could see that there was definitely the ability for this thing to be modular. Um, the central lower courtyard and the upper courtyard um, are actually were added onto the main spire of this giant flying castle. Um, much, much later. The central mechanism uh, seems to actually be centered around that tower at the very, very top. There's a section underneath that that you've sort of been in and out for repairs that is the central mechanism. But over time, uh, as more sections were added and it was expanded, a larger engine room had to be constructed. This isn't this. This is now the primary engine room, but you know there is a secondary one uh, that was originally made, um, and it's an older engine room. 
um, up in the up in the top section of the tower. As far as you knew, though, it was non-functional completely. It was completely dead. No one had any way no. to activate it. It was it was it was dead. There was no point to it. It was um, completely redundant. That's why the main primary engine room was constructed. So this is what she's talking about to you. A little bit interesting. You're, you're sort of this seems like new information. Oh, what was that? Sorry. I think Sorry. Michael's. Hey, go on. Can we? I'll store my name. There we go. Yep. <laughs> oh, your mic's dropping out a little bit there, Michael. So you saying? That... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. So are you saying, my dear, that you've gotten the old engine? That's what I'm supposed to understand. Oh, a lady has her ways, especially one who's lived as long as I. Got to have tricks to survive in this world. I don't intend. I don't intend to go down with the uh, with the rest of the castle. I'll be taking my tower and leaving before then. Oh yeah, yeah. Can I sidle up to Loki and mm-hmm. just kind of side side ask him, is any of these crystals connected to the old engine room? Uh, Loki, I'll tell you straight off the bat with your previous history check. You know for a fact they're not. This is all part of the new the new setup. This is all all for the new engine room. <laughs> but a squeaky shakes his head. <laughs> 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 A subtle, a subtle nod. I'm like, no, no choice, really. Uh, she, she sort of like wraps up what she's doing, turns around, and steps to the edge of the thing. Goes, well, I'm pretty much done here. Uh, you really don't have much time. You probably should be looking for a way off. You don't have time to be standing here watching me. So, you don't think there's any way we can salvage it at all? What this? She points to the mechanism behind her. No, some upstart magician has irrevocably damaged this mechanism. Not sure what they were thinking. Using a hammer when a screwdriver was necessary. Came in here with power. Raw power? Quite a bit of power, I'll give them that. But, gosh, they've done a number on this old mechanism. I don't think there's anything that could get this flying again. Ah, uh, such a shame indeed, then. Well, it was, um, lovely to meet you. Best of luck until we meet again. To you too. I hope you don't go down in a fiery ball of uh, death and destruction. I haven't yet had the pleasure to sample your blood. Maybe another time. <laughs> I nervously laugh. <laughs> <laughs> she does not laugh. She just looks at you and smiles. Very unnervingly. Uh, right. Can I can I get a read on this um this shield this sparkly shield in front of her? Can I absolutely make me uh that sounds like an arcana check to me? Yeah, yeah. My God, that was a bit of sorry. That was a bit of sandaisal there. That sounds like an arcana check to me. Sorry, natural twenty. It's a wall of force. Ah, dang it. Um, for those of you, for those of you who are new to D and D, a wall of force is basically a force field. Um, 
Ooh. Yeah. Beam me up, Scotty. Uh, she she looks over. She gives you guys a polite wave, and then vanishes. Oh. <laughs> As she disappears, a shudder goes through the mechanism below you. Lights on the console begin flashing and then go dead. The crystals on either side, above oh, and below, no. glow brightly for a moment and then begin pulsing very faintly as the light begins to dim with every pulse. I don't mean to alarm anybody, but I believe this is not a good place to be standing. No. Uh, Lockie, you're pretty confident the power's failing, um, yeah, <laughs> given I your totally... history of repairing this. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with you. Uh, Post haste, let us leave uh, very quickly. And then I, yeah, I dash. Yeah, absolutely. Um, alrighty, now my question is, where are you guys dashing to? You're going to dash to the upper section of the courtyard or the lower courtyard? Maybe go to those windows. Yeah, in the upper the courtyard. Windows rooms. Yeah, absolutely. Let me they, bring they you guys across. They seem pretty good. Absolutely. I, I think that's a great idea. Let me bring you across the upper courtyard. Um, oops, here we go. And I'll just paste you guys here. Uh-oh, that's not the right one. You won't be able to see anything. This is true. Yep. You should be able to see stuff now, though. Yes. Fantastic, Aruni. Let me bring you guys down. There we go. The camera's in the right spot now. Um, yes, yeah, so you run over to the section here. Um, these are the separate rooms that had the... Um, the uh, mechanisms that allowed you to open up the back wall to be able to see out uh, and as you run over and press the mechanism the balcony opens up and you can now see over the edge of the sky castle as you look below you can see a thick dense forest rushing by trees moving below before you could only see clouds while you have been moving through the castle it has begun descending um, oh, fuck. looking looking over the edge you can see that it is not plummeting out of the sky but it is inexorably going lower and lower. Um, the fact that you can see the treetops now in the distance is a fair indicator. Um, you can also see over towards the far left um, what looks like a small town. Um, not too far away, maybe a couple of hours walking tops, just over the tops of the trees um, as you begin plummeting. Not plummeting, as you begin descending, gliding towards the earth on the back of this giant castle. Uh, as you guys come into this top section though i just want to bring you back to here for a moment um the large central rock spire with a grinding sound begins rising and i will actually bring open on the screen a picture of the sky castle so that you can see uh what is happening uh, let me just so I, as, as we go up is there any way that like you could think of that would um literally put a monkey wrench in the situation uh, you'd have to get up on top of it. You reckon if, if you could get up on top of the castle um, and up towards this central mechanism, yeah, you could you could damage this and prevent this section from leaving. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you're, you're very confident you could do that. So I'm going to show a little diagram to everybody that has the maps and the picture of Skyreach Castle on it. Um, actually, I might do I might do this one. This one's even better. Ignore that one. I've got an even better one. Um, this one here. So the section that is detaching is everything at the top there above the upper courtyards the two towers and the top of the mountain and that backwards keep um, are detaching from this central section that is starting to tilt forwards as the lower courtyard towers begin tilting towards the earth mm. um, there you go just a, thought you might like to see yeah. that thought you would know 
Um, <laughs> that's what you see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got to get a good um, Gilderoy Lockhart reference in there. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll bring sorry. you guys back into the room. Oh yeah, sorry, Lucky. Yeah. His head out over the open window, mm-hmm. um, and do maybe a quick mental math to see how fast we're descending. How high? How, uh, how fast we're descending. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make me a flat intelligence check as you look and try to sort of make the calculations with the wind rushing um, past you. You can assist with as that well. Place. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say, with the feather tokens, are mm-hmm. they like just like a one-person use? Um, so each token is a one-time use. But for like, for that one person, right? Yeah. So each each person has to have a Featherfall yep. token yeah, on yeah. their person. Otherwise, you've cool. also got the Spell Scroll of Featherfall, which is not a one-time, one-person use. Yeah. I'll, well, it is I'll a one-time use. We really it's need it. Use. Yeah. Um, um, so is that a total will... of uh, 12 there, Lockie? Uh, 13, sorry. Because it's actually not 1d4, it's just 1d4. Because I was Flash of Genius that I used. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Head, good. I love Flash of Genius. It's such a great, great name for a um a little trait. Yeah. So as as you sort of like activate your your internal mechanisms and and allow the calculation speed, you basically like overclock your your CPU for a few seconds to like calculate this. Um, and as you look over the edge, uh, you suspect that you've probably got ten minutes um until this hits the ground. However, you are noticing that it is accelerating as the power begins failing faster and faster. The the oh, lift. God that is being provided you think that if at its current rate it'll take 10 minutes but if it keeps accelerating until the power is completely drained and then it falls at terminal velocity it's probably closer to six or five minutes even until this thing smashes into the ground um, um you get the sense that you've not got a huge amount of time is there any like looking ahead out through the window yeah is there there's, any, a, like, there's a balcony you can stand on okay yeah, I'll definitely stand on the balcony. Yeah, yeah. Is there any like clearings or anything coming up? Because like parachuting or feather falling into forest could be a little bit problematic. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Make me a perception check. That's a really good call. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna cast. Oh no, different character. Yeah. I don't have guidance. Oh, it's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Oh. Don't hey. need guidance. Um, yeah. <laughs> as you as you look out, Rogar, um, your eyes sort of darting between the trees looking for any space, you can see that over towards the left, um, it looks like in the next minute or so you're going to come up in line with some fields uh, that looks to be some sort of farmland okay. carved out of the forest, um, rolling hills on the other side. It's not in the path, it's a little bit off to the path, but you, having a bit of a look at it and with your perception, you think it's not too far enough away that if you were to jump and pivot and sort of aim towards that section and then activate the Featherfall, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to get fairly close. Okay. So as I um, turn and look at each at everyone, I imagine at this point there's a lot of like wind sort of howling and hitting us and yes. there's a lot of yes. noise with and the, all that. With the, with the power of... failing, what's happening is the wind is coming intermittently because there is a protective barrier around this thing to prevent, like to keep an atmosphere there because it flies high enough that there's, there's low air and low oxygen. There's a protective barrier that is keeping this thing pressurized, almost like a plane, and preventing the wind from flying through you. That magical barrier is failing intermittently. So every so often there's these random gusts of wind and suddenly there's this this um, sensation of bitter cold for a few seconds and then it fades as the, as the barrier... Um, ticks back over again. It's a very strange feeling. Um, yeah. So yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> as it, if it is like windy, though, I'll I'll, I'll shout to everyone. Um, mm. uh, look over there. Um, those fields—they're the perfect landing spot for us. If we can get there, that's perfect. 
Uh, and then, um, but we've got to pivot and then we'll pop our feather falls and then we'll go try and land there. That is better than any other forest that we could land in. I'm sort of just, that's sort of, sort of like me shouting over the wind. Absolutely. I, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Azua turns to the four of you. I, um, I might be able to, to do something to uh, allow me to, to potentially move you or move myself. I can obviously use my wings to fly if I need. Wings? Yell above the, wi- the wind. Do it! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, I, I, I can. I can do something to help. Of course. Um, if any of you look like you're falling out of control or need any help, just call out, and I will be assistance, and I will come. I will come and assist you as best I can. And then I say, uh, I'll say to um, Zua, yes, but um, but be very careful. Um, if if we're all sort of falling in the right spot. Uh, make sure you also pop your feather fall because I know you got wings, but I'm not sure how strong the winds will be or anything like that. You've got to be very careful. I'm thinking uh, once I know you are landing safely, I might carry on and warn Palin in advance, uh, or maybe head to Oxenfurt and get to the guild. That I'm sure that um, I'm sure that my brother would need to know about this. Well, if you can if you can do that, definitely do it. Yes, I think I think I might head to Leosin and to our guild hall. Will you be heading to Oxenfurt or Palin next? Ooh. Or somewhere else entirely? We're going to figure out where we are first. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, you know you're, uh, you know Palin is south. You know that you were north when you are. Um... We'll probably go, probably we'll go Palin first. We're probably a lot closer to it because the castle is moving in that direction. Then I shall either meet you there or, or you can join me in Oxenfurt, whatever suits best. Yes, Palin then Oxen first sounds like a good plan. Of course. All right. Who's ready to be yeeted first? For answer that, he's going to turn to Lara and say, that picture from the engine room is... She is not a very... She's quite evil. Yeah. Is it worth anything? Watching her, or should we just try and get out? Uh, I think we should just probably try and get out. Um, I, I don't think we have enough time to do any meaningful damage, and she seemed pretty strong. It looks, it looks, it looks at the thing. I could bring it down, but no. I yes, I think you're right. I'll turn back to the others. That was sorry. That was, those were happening in, in, in situ with the rest. Fantastic. Alrighty. So my question is, um, how are we? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. I guess the question is, how are we jumping? Who is jumping first, and in what order? And what are you doing to control your descent or flight or movement through the air? That is, that's okay. what I'd like to know from each of you. So, what, what sort of? Are there any preparations that you're doing? Um, you know that you've got the timing, so it will we'll go on Rogar's timing. Uh, Jin, Jin's timing disguises Rogar. He knows the timing to, to jump, so he knows when to jump. My question is, yeah, what, what are you guys doing to prepare? Is there anything like similar to what Talari did? Are you going to make yourselves like a, a makeshift wingsuit, or what's the plan? Question. Yes. So how viable would this be? Using my blanket to make myself sort of like a wingsuit type thing tied to wrists and ankles. And then yeah. can I just like continuously use Thorn Whip? 
like a propeller and just sort of like <laughs> <laughs> like a plane i'll tell you right now that you know you can cast thorn whip once per second which means that every sorry once once per six seconds so that means every six seconds you can do a rotation so that's not going to be the best for thrust um but absolutely um i mean look when when you are a body falling through the air um any amount of surface area that you can create will slow your descent considerably um massively any any i think for each square foot of drag that you can add to your body it slows your descent by meters per second um also, also with a thorn loop she's also screwing with her angular momentum as well so she'll be able to um steady herself yeah i mean even 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 if you could use thorn whip like a propeller um that is also that's a, a really good point absolutely um i think i think as soon as i heard thought it was like so every six seconds you're gonna go whatcha <laughs> it's um it's a very it's a delayed propeller um i love it i love it's a great idea i don't think it would work unfortunately but um the wingsuit's a great idea yeah absolutely you can just grab your blanket out um tie it to your wrists with a bit of rope that you've got from your adventurer's pack absolutely um we should all have blankets yeah lyra that's fantastic Lockie, what are you doing well yes see i well, first he's going to take his arm, so yep, that it's not quite Oh, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah, actually, I was going to say, the armor doesn't make you necessarily heavier versus surface area. Yeah, it doesn't. But what it does do is, if I have the armor in, because because it, when it falls, it falls to pieces. And it puts... Yeah. So maybe I can use that bag in some way to try and save himself into like sort of like slow rotation rather than speedily spinning around why would you be spinning if i've jumped in some weird way like i guess if you've got the bag right at the center of your gravity your spin around it is going to be minimized because if, if the if the heaviest point is in the very middle of your center of gravity there's going to be a lot less rotational spin as you as you jump out into the abyss um mm. if that's your plan sure but it is going to make you basically like a small creature clinging to a stone as it, <laughs> as it drops. Do you want to have a think? We'll jump to Mira. Mira, what are you doing? Well, okay, Mira. <laughs> Poor Mira. Mira's afraid of heights. Yep. Okay, so this isn't great for you right now. <laughs> Sorry. So she'll, she'll, she'll just try and copy whatever it is. Everyone seems to have such good ideas, mm -hmm. and she she doesn't really have anything in her arsenal to deal with this situation yet. Yes. So you don't um, want to ride yeah. the staff of fireballs like a broomstick shooting fire from behind, like We're a rocket. Will that work though? No, absolutely not. No, 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 that wouldn't work. <laughs> no, cool. but it'd, it'd look cool. But it'd it wouldn't. Look cool. No, no. She, You're not going to do the Minecraft infinite water ladder where you just pour the um, decanter of endless water over the side and then just ride it down? I did have we that do that? Before. No, of course not. That's not physics. That's Minecraft, you idiots. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> what if we freeze it first and ride it like a slide? Five foot at a time. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could try that. Up to you. It's, uh, it's your choice. Um, yeah, so Mira, are you going to do the same blanket squirrel yep. suit, wingsuit, flying squirrel? Fantastic. And uh, Jin, I'm guessing exactly the same thing? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to use all my bardic inspirations as well. I've got two left. Yep. 
I'll give them one gift to Azua. He's pretty good. I'll probably give one to Mira because she says she doesn't have much of an arsenal. So at least I'll give her a bardic inspiration. So that's a D8 for any ability checks. And I'll give the other one to. Out of Lyra and Lockie, which one do I think would have a harder time? You look at the one made of metal, and then you look at the person <laughs> made of flesh. <laughs> That's okay, all I'm so going to say. <laughs> I'll give it to Lockie. Um, yep. As, as yep. So as we're all sort of gearing up, I'll start sort of you look, You look at the small um, elven lady, and then the very tall metallic <laughs> man <laughs> with the large bulky sack of armor that he's holding. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so pretty much before we start, like, so yeah, as we're getting ready, I'll start playing a little song with um, my plan flute, just sort of more like a, let's go a bit, it's a bit jaunty, a bit of a jaunty mm-hmm. tune, um, sort of trying to pick up everyone's spirits and get them sort of inspired and ready to tackle the crazy shit we're about to do. So yeah, Mira and Lucky can use a Bardic Inspiration D8. Mm-hmm. Um, for myself, yeah, I'll be doing a, a like the uh, just blanket from bedroll, rope creating a sort of quasi flight suit and if i feel like i need to move in the air or i have any problems with speed i'm gonna just like be ready to cast eldritch blast because that's a force spell and it'll be able to push me around and all that when i'm in there you you suspect it it might if it comes into contact with something yeah fantastic all righty so it doesn't it doesn't does it push me when i when i cast it because it would have to I guess we'll find out. Is it is it when the bolt hits something? Nah, you 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 know how your powers work. There's a very small amount of thrust generated when you push it because every time you do eldritch blast, okay. you do have to tense ever so slightly. Um, yeah, there there is a little bit of thrust from um, from eldritch blast. Not a sentence I ever thought I would say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you get a bit of thrust from eldritch blast. Yeah. Um, alrighty, fantastic. Well, I think we're I think we're ready to rock and roll. So um, um, as you approach, oh sorry, yeah. What was that? Sorry, Lucky. So, I'm going to use the shield to um, sort of use the airflow over the shield to try and, like, take me in a direction that I need to go in. Yeah, absolutely. And the other one is I, I do do a uh, teleport. Every six seconds I can teleport 15 feet. So if, if I want to teleport, like, somewhere else where I'm getting out of the line or straight up to go myself down. Yeah. Absolutely. Alrighty. Um, how many times can you do that little short range teleport? It doesn't actually say so much. It's shooting us once per round. Let's have a quick. It's, 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 I know how ridiculous it is. It's the, um, the shoes. It's the what? Sorry? As well, one of the things that I've Boots there of is. speed, teleport. was it? Boots uh, of the one, yeah. Boots of the Winding path. Um, yeah. Yep, you could just do that. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, there's Ooh. no... It doesn't have any limit on it. Absolutely. You yeah. can just do that every bonus action. Every six seconds, you can teleport 15 feet. Wow, that is nuts. That's like Misty Step as a cantrip. <laughs> yep. That is... That's so OP. I love it. That's awesome. I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna make that my um, my go-to for artifices from now on. That's that's insane. It's like oh, I'm 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 done with this combat. Boop. Um, Owen. Yes. 
Jared? Because I know... So I've done... I did that uh, check to sort of see where I want to fall and yes. I have an idea. Yeah. You, you know the drop zone. Mm. Can I go first, though? And yep. as I'm going, I can create, like... I can use either minor illusion or precipitation to sort of create, like, markers behind me for people to follow. Make it 100%. That's brilliant. Absolutely. That Ooh. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking, I don't know which one would be better... Prestidigitation says if you cast a spell multiple times, you can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects. Mm -hmm. Only thing is, I don't know if I can create like, like something that will stick around. So, is we, are they are they both verbal and somatic? Do you have to use words and hand movements at the same time? So, prestidigitation is uh, verbal yep. somatic. Mm -hmm. uh, minor illusion is somatic and material. Oh, then probably somatic and material for minor illusion is going to be a bit tricky if you're having a flight suit so i would say prestidigitation sounds like a slightly better idea because you can just like wiggle your fingers and have sparks flying out on either side of you like a trail because for people to try and match up it with. does say duration one hour so you could just continually spell. have sparks like showering out of your hands that makes sense so i guess just something just anything to like basically write markers for people to follow because i do have the better idea of well where, where the yeah, drop zone is. absolutely um yeah so i think like the things you can do with prestidigitation things like um like little sparks you can make um like winds you could make even um i i you could even have do you know what i'm going to allow like a like a fighter jet like letting out a smoke trail if you wanted to have like a very thin colored smoke trail coming out of your hands on either side to give like a pathway for people to aim for i'd, I'd say that's in oh, the purview 100%. of prestidigitation yep that's i'd say that prestidigitation awesome. allows that that sounds great i love it <laughs> cool oh my goodness it's top gun everybody <laughs> we're now we're now we're now playing top gun um, oh my god so yeah, absolutely. So as you approach the drop site, Rogar, you're the first off. As you jump out into the abyss, could I please have an athletics or an acrobatics check? Okay. Uh, what is my... I'll go with acrobatics. It's a lot better. Absolutely. It makes a lot of sense as well. 12. 12. Um, the rush of wind as you leave the protective barrier around this, um, around this sky castle throws you off balance momentarily and you have to really concentrate and focus pulling your arms close to your body um, to prevent yourself from being flipped upside down. But after a few seconds, you're able to regain control and holding your arms and legs on either side, you begin moving, um, not just down, but forwards as well in the direction that you're pointing towards this large open patch of fields. Um, as you activate the little smoke trails behind you, you see these little thin... Uh, what colour would your contrails be, do you reckon? Let's go with, I think, bright red. That should be pretty good. Yep. Everyone should be able to see that. So for those of you on board the airship, you see um, Jin leap out into the abyss, tumble for a few seconds before suddenly whipping out his arms and legs and regaining control, and then thin contrails of red smoke begin shooting up, leaving a path behind um, as he begins moving forwards. The, co the contrails are very quickly being dispersed by the wind, but for the moment you can see them quite clearly. Um, who's, next out the, uh, who's next out the balcony? Everyone knows my name now, I'll just call myself Jin again. Oh, sorry. It is also. I have also <laughs> called you that on the uh, on the overlay too. Sorry about that. I didn't no, realize fun. it was a, didn't realize it was a mystery. I'm sorry. I realized that. I realized that my character. No, no. We revealed it when I was a shapeshifter. That's right. Before yeah. with Lyra, so I'm not too fussed. Now that um, little secret's been dished out, man, just yeah. go, Jin. Make it a lot easier for you. Instead of Alara and Rogar, Jin, this and that. Rogar, Jin. <laughs> I was um, getting who's... a little bit confused, not gonna lie. <laughs> so, so I think I think we now know he's a shapeshifter who plays multiple characters. Um, who's next out the Who's next out the window? Uh, who's next off the balcony? Larry would just try and get it over and done with, and so she'd just take that leap. 
Yeah. Lyra, as you sort of sprint towards the balcony and jump off, you sort of like in your mind, I guess you're probably thinking back to some animals that you've seen do this, like maybe flying squirrels or things like that. Um, would you please make me an athletics or an acrobatics check as you jump out into the void? Or, oh yeah, that's fantastic. No, no, that's fine. Um, do you have a bardic inspiration? Uh, no, I, it was no. no. Mirror. What was the... Yeah. Um, uh, you do have that inspiration. Yeah. You've got inspiration, yeah. You've got, you can re-roll. You can just roll that again. Oh, yeah, using, yeah. Using the inspiration Drake. from Dragon Wolf 617. Thank you, Dragon You might have just saved her life. 12. Oh, so yes. Um, and I can give a plus four to that as well with another uh, um, Flash of Genius. Flash of Genius, yep. Do you have to be touching her for that? Oh, I think it might be touch from me. Double check. Be within 30 feet. Oh, 30 feet. Yeah, then you're fine. No, you can definitely do it. Um, so yeah, as um, as Lyra sprints towards the balcony and leaps off into the abyss, um, yeah, th- there's a moment, Lyra, where you feel a panic looking down and seeing the earth below you and nothing underneath your feet, that sensation of gravity pulling you downwards. There's a moment of panic where you think, shit, I'm going to die. Like, this is it. But you, you block that out of your mind. You focus on what you've seen. You've seen animals do this before. You've seen um, Jin leading the way. Like He looked like he struggled for the first few seconds, then was absolutely okay. You steal your mind, focus on your inner teachings and your inner peace, flick out your arms, and your wingsuit catches the wind, and you begin moving down towards um, following roughly the path that Jin has taken. Um, fantastic. Who's next out the, uh, at the balcony? Look in the mirror. Do you wish to go? Might need a push. Azua walks over to you, Mira. It's all right, you, you. You're a dragon. You're 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 made for the sky. You just haven't tried it yet. Come with me. I'll help you. Okay, she will take Azua's hand. He leads you up to the edge. Don't look. Just close your eyes. Jump and then open your eyes very quickly and get your arms out as quickly as you can. <laughs> she does. She, she follows Azua's instructions. Um. Azua does not push you, because Azua would not push you off the ship. <laughs> um, you jump, absolutely, I'd like an athletics or an acrobatics check, please. Your choice. 11. 11. You may add your bardic inspiration, which is a d8, is it? Eight. Uh, d8. d8. Yep. At level 7, d8. Mm. Oh, level 6. Very nice. 15. Mira, this, as, as you leap, the fear rises in you very quickly, but suddenly evaporates as you, as you find yourself leaping into the sky something primal deep within you back to your draconic ancestors something stirs a memory of of some sort of ancestral instinctual memory that this is right this is what you were made to do you were made to fly um and you immediately gain control over your falling and begin following the pathway that Jin set and you you very quickly realize that by angling your body by um, moving your arms closer to you or further away you can very easily change your speed and direction this all feels very second nature to you you're not having too much trouble with this at all the wind is a little bit distracting but um and obviously not having depth perception is not fantastic for this either but overall you're finding this is not as bad as you're expecting you're finding this is it feels quite natural um Azua turns back and looks towards you, Loki. Shall I shall I come at the same time, just in case you get into any trouble? The others all seem to be going okay. Would be agreeable. Let's do this then. Uh, and Azua steps up to the edge. over his head. Three, my friend. On, on three. 
Yes. And instead of camping uh, gear in your shoulder, she starts making noise. It goes clink, clink, clink. Um, Azua doesn't know what that means. And so as that starts clinking, he goes three offbeat with your clink. So it's like clink three, clink two, <laughs> clink one. Um, and you jump. Could I please have an athletics or an acrobatics check? Azua will do the exact same thing. If I kill Azua with this, he's going to be so angry. <laughs> 23 for Azua. Azua just fucking backflips off the goddamn ship. He just like does a little backflip like a diver um, and immediately um, begins angling his body. No wingsuit. 20th. Nice. Lucky. Um, now, my question was, I did, did you, you had a wingsuit set up, correct? No, I haven't. I'm, like I said, I was going to, I've got my weird bag and my, uh, and the shield I was going to use. Yeah, so you're using the shield and the bag. Okay. Um, Lockie, you notice instantly that, um, you're definitely, there's a lot more vertical movement than horizontal movement in your case. And Azua sort of very quickly sees you. I mean, you've got you've got no problems jumping off and maintaining your composure as, as you jump and holding onto the shield and keeping it steady. But the others all seem to be shooting away in the distance very, very quickly. It looks like your shield is not providing as much surface area as perhaps the wingsuits are. Um, and with your bag at your center, you are, you are maintaining a really good center of gravity, but you do find that you are drifting away from the group. Azua is going to come around behind you and cast... He's going to drop and cast Gust of Wind to push you forwards. Um which just pushes you forwards 30 feet to give you a bit of forward momentum. Um, yep. He's now falling with you, and he's going to do that again to give you a bit more forward thrust. Um, As he does that, at the, um, like the, the end of his, um, his thrust, I'll also mm-hmm. use the boots to shunt myself another 15 feet. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So you. So I, I, like at the end of the at the end of the forward momentum, you sort of like activate the teleportation. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very quickly, you find yourself catching up using this sort of like jerking teleportation every six seconds. You're still a little bit behind them, and you're definitely going to hit the ground much, much faster than they are. But you are you are staying relatively uh, in in line of sight with them at least. Um, alrighty, as you begin falling through the air, I'm going to need everybody to make me another athletics or acrobatics check. Those who are following Jin's pathway, so Mira and Lyra, can do this with advantage. Um, Loki and Azua are still just going to be the same. Um, athletics or acrobatics, just a single check for me, please. Uh-oh. Oh no, I rolled in that one. That's not good. No. Is that a three, Ali? Uh, but it's with advantage because I'm following It is with advantage, path. so it's a 17. Lucky you had the 17. At least um, it's a six. Oh, yeah. uh, not as bad as one, Owen. No, that's true, but it is still a natural one. <laughs> um, Mira, could I please have an athletics or acrobatics check with advantage? 18. 18? Yep. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, yours was a little bit higher up. Sorry, I missed it. So 10, 10 and 18, so I'll take the 18. So, yeah. Um, Mira and Lyra, you guys are having no problems now. This is feeling very natural. You're maintaining your speed. You're able to guide yourselves through the air as it rushes past. You're, you're able to keep up. However, you see Jin ahead of you. One of the flaps on his wrist comes loose of his wingsuit and begins flapping uselessly, oh, which sends shit. him off course. He begins spiraling in the air. Um, Azua, seeing this, is going to activate his... Is he close enough? Is Lyra close enough to grab him with Thorn Whip or something? Like, to try oh, and yeah, you're definitely yeah, 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 you're definitely close enough to Thorn Whip. Absolutely. She's, she's going to try and do it in a way that doesn't damage him. <laughs> just <laughs> gentle Thorn Whipping. Alrighty. A gentle <laughs> Thorn Whipping. I think we've got the name of the episode. Um... 
gentle thorn whipping. A gentle thorn whipping. Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, you can you can absolutely spin a spell slot. Oh no, it's a cantrip thorn whip, isn't it? Yeah, it's cantrip. Mm-hmm. You just cast thorn whip. Uh, and what's your goal here? Are you trying to sort of like grab his wrist or grab yeah, the she's, cloth? Like ideally, like in a perfect world, she mm-hmm. like she would like lasso the lost um, wingsuit arm um, mm-hmm. onto his wrist, but failing that. She'd like to keep his wrist grabbed so that she can use her parachute to sort of try and slow his descent and yeah, absolutely. control. Um, roll me a roll me a d20 mm-hmm. and then add your spell modifier to it. Um, add your spell casting ability modifier to it, uh, which would be your wisdom score plus your yeah. proficiency. So yeah, d- a d20 okay. plus your wisdom score plus your proficiency. Um, as there is no mechanic, uh, strangely enough in D&D, there is no rulebook mechanic for lassoing a wingsuit strap back onto <laughs> someone's wrist using thorn whip. Um, so I'm going to have to make up my own. <laughs> I have to make up my Plus. own uh, role for that. There is what? Plus. Sorry, Michael. So the devs need to get on. Yeah, the devs need to get on that right now. 18. You immediately your thorn whip the the um. This, the um, spiky thorns, the, the um, sharp thorns, immediately pierce the cloth material. Um, and as you sort of hold it taut, you immediately stop his spinning because you are now holding this steady as you're flying forwards. You immediately slow his spinning, um, which gives Jin enough time to reach up and re-grab this section of cloth, um, which means that you're not going to be able to cast Prestidigitation out of your um, left hand, Jin, because it is currently being used to hold the cloth in place for your wingsuit. It's no longer tied to your wrist, but your right hand, you are still definitely able to create this little sensory effect of smoke. Um, but yeah, that is enough to stabilize him. Jin, you can re-roll your acrobatics check. 14 is much better. Um, it's a bit awkward, no longer being able to sort of keep this um, strap tied on and using your hand free, you now having to focus very much on keeping this gripped in your hand in this death grip. Um, and every so often you feel the cloth slip a little bit through your sweaty fingers and there's a moment of panic as you think you've lost grip. But for the moment, you're keeping it nice and steady. Um, alrighty, what we'll do... Lockie, you rolled a... Tw- is that your second... No, I'll get another... Um, acrobatics or athletics check from you Lockie and I'll do another one. Oh no I've done one for Azua he got a 12 so not as good um, as you guys are going to slightly be separated 6 oh, oh Lockie no. um, the... add four, uh, what was that? 10. add 4 to that and make it a 10 oh you can add 4 to that yeah absolutely oh and you've still got a bardic inspiration too if you wanted to roll a uh, d8 it does. I even put a flag on your token aren't I a nice DM reminding you shouldn't have said anything I wanted to kill you what, yeah. what was that what yeah, yeah, D8. D8. No, I love Lockie. Such a great character. Two, 12. Hey, look, that's the difference between a pass and a fail. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, Lockie, th- there's a moment where your hand, you feel like you've lost grip on the shield um, as one of the gears in your hand cramps for a second. Um, one of the gears grinds against another gear and you immediately lose grip, but you are able to quickly grab on and hold yourself in place. Um, this sudden movement sort of startles Azua, who loses concentration for a moment on his pathway as he falls. Um, but he's able to regain it as well, and you both are now sort of drifting further and further away from the rest of the group as they move further forwards um, as you move further down quicker. Now, my question is, when are you activating the Featherfall tokens? What's the... or, or um, the uh, Featherfall spell? How are you doing this? Um, oh, I was going to say... What was that, uh, Lockie? How long does Featherfall last for? A minute. Uh, yeah. It lasts for a minute. 
And it's 60 feet around, isn't it? That's right. Yep. So, yeah. you've got 600 feet. 100 feet, yeah, yeah. Quite, quite a bit of time and quite a bit of distance. It is, yeah, it is, it is. Um, well, as as a, a calculating individual, I, he would want to wait for the 600 Okay. Um, I'd like you to make me an intelligence check with advantage to see how well you determine that. 21, a natural 20 for 24. Yeah, uh, your internal clock has been ticking this away quietly in the background ever since you jumped off the airship. Um, and your calculations have been updating for your speed, for your um, drift, uh, as well as for the topographic um, uh, topography below you, basically, like um, how close the ground is at various points and where you're going to land. So you've, you've had these calculations running in your head since the moment you jumped off the airship. Um, you know the precise moment to activate the Featherfall token to still give you six seconds bonus or an extra 60 feet of falling um, so yeah, you, you got, you've got this mapped out for like to uh, 54 seconds, like exactly the moment when you want to activate it. Um, Azua sort of looks over at you and goes, "Is it almost time? Are we are we are we nearing the point?" Just about. Um, it. And now. <laughs> yep, perfect. Um, you activate the feather fall. Azua does the exact same thing. Um, immediately as the spell activates, your descent slows dramatically um, as your speed is slowed by the. Uh, by the spell um, you find very quickly that the wind rushing past you um, falls to a very sort of gentle uh, gentle breeze um, and you begin descending towards the tree line below you while you're doing that um, Mira, Jin and Lyra you guys are still a lot higher up and still moving towards the open fields um, after about another let's say 12 seconds of moving forward so two rounds after Loki and um, Azua disappear behind you um, after another 12 seconds, you are now over the fields below you. Uh, what are you guys doing? And you can see they are coming up towards you rapidly. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we'd have to do something similar to Lucky, sort yep. of gauge how how far away we are from the fields and you know um, how long it's going to take for us to hit it. It's just going to be about like maintaining our body suits and still being able to like, and just trying to calculate when the right time to the feather tokens really is so i guess i'd have to do a similar yeah I'd, I'd check. intelligence check absolutely i think lyra would be like, looking to see what what height the birds are flying at and she sort of once you start seeing okay i think yep okay absolutely wisdom check absolutely wisdom that's check. yep absolutely that's a wisdom check if you're or i'd even allow animal handling for that one as well yeah. or nature Actually, oh, they're yeah. the exact same for me that makes sense Oh no! <laughs> Seven. Seven. Um, yeah, Seven. You, you think you as as you're sort of like um as you're sort of looking, you notice a couple of um of high flying hawks, and you go, yeah, it's now, it's now, it's right now. You think, yeah, <laughs> you got it. Is it okay if I do an investigation check, Owen? I will allow it. It's a net one, and anyway, oh don't worry about it. Oh dear! Oh no! <laughs> Jin, as you are rapidly falling, um, you you think like you're like, hang on, I've only got I've only got uh, sort of twenty seconds to activate the featherfall token. I need to activate it twenty seconds before I hit the ground. And you begin sort of working on that assumption that you've not got a huge amount of time, um, and you begin focusing on the featherfall. What token I will do actually of, is yeah 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 yeah. I will take into account that I don't have to be like super accurate with my readings because I have another whole Featherfall scroll to use. Mm -hmm. I technically have two charges of Featherfall. Well, tell you what, probably so, in that case then I'd say the natural one is you panic and activate it straight away as well. 
What do you reckon? Uh, all right, we'll do the feather token now. Then I'll I'll panic. So you and uh, you and Lyra both activate your tokens at the same time. Mira, um, you see these two panic and simultaneously activate their featherfall tokens. What are you doing while this is happening? Uh, well, I am inspired by you know feeling at home in the air. I am going to try and feel my way to the ground and just like I don't know. She's just trying to draw upon what you were saying before ancestry to see yeah. if she can kind of I don't know she, she I think her, her her red side would be kind of a bit more luminous okay yeah urging that sort of action urging a bit of yeah, danger yeah. seeking and thrill seeking yeah absolutely yeah there's a I mean Mira's feeling some real adrenaline and it feels good um, yeah in that case I'd say probably a wisdom check. If you're sort of fighting your own instincts, I'd say that sounds more like a wisdom check. Or okay. intelligence. I'll allow wisdom or intelligence. Your choice. Equal. See if the cool, the cool, logical silver side versus the passionate, yeah. fiery red. I'm, 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 I'm sitting with bated breath. I can't wait to see this roll. This, this, could, be, this could be it for Mira. This could be Let's... it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, man. Nine. Um, you you feel an urge to wait as late as you can. There's this this fiery side of you is like, nah, nah, nah. We we can get closer. We can get closer. Can't even see the grass yet. We can get closer. Um, and you hold off for another round. Um, Loki and Azua, you guys descend below the tree line. Um, as you begin sort of descending into the canopy of the trees, there's a few sort of um, swipes that you take from trees, bra- uh, tree branches as you go past, but nothing nothing too serious. You don't take any damage from it. Um, you both rolled high enough consistently that you are able to sort of like place yourselves and fall um, much more purposefully. Uh, and you land within the wooded area um, on the uh, on the mossy uh, bracken-covered ground safely. Uh, we will leave you two for the moment. We're going to jump back to Jin and Lyra and Mira. Um, Another six seconds go by. Um, Jin and Lyra, you are both descending 60 feet, um, just just descending towards the ground. You can see below you um, Thatch Cottage with smoke rising from it, just a little bit towards the south from where you are. Um, Yeah, looks looks like you're still a little bit of a ways up, but nothing too dangerous just yet. Um, Mira, it's been another six seconds. Um, What are you doing? Um, Just trying to do the same thing. I think yeah. at this point, if we're getting that close, she'll probably activate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, as you activate the Featherfall token, immediately your descent slows, um, and you begin to realize just how close you were to the ground. After yeah. only six seconds, you can already see that you are incredibly close to the ground, and you think it's only going to take you another 10, 12 seconds to land on the ground. Um <laughs> You get the distinct impression that had you waited any longer, um, they would have. I could have uh, got another. Yeah. They have to glue you back together in hell. Um, yeah, you suspect that it would have been nasty. Um, but yeah, after after a couple of seconds, Mira, you land on the ground. Jin, Lyra, um, after another twelve seconds, uh, you are very very close to the ground, and just as you're about to touch down, the featherfall tokens run out, and you drop ten feet and land on the ground taking no damage oh that's fun yeah you just drop and land um fantastic so we'll jump back to loki and azua for the moment um azua sort of seeing you're okay loki like checks you down and looks and goes 
I, it's a bit of a rough, bumpy landing, but I think we've we've come through okay. I think we've done quite well. Uh, now, which direction was the field? It was the that way, right? And he points towards the um, the southeast, uh, southwest. Sorry. Um, which does check out with what you think as well. It does okay. I believe that's probably the way. We should should make our way over then. Uh, see if we can catch up with them, and then uh, I best be headed off. Follow me! <laughs> he begins just charging through the woods, classic Azua style, as he stomps over the bracken. Um, yeah, you guys walk for 10-15 minutes towards the field. While you guys are walking, Jin, Lyra, and Mira, what are the three of you doing now that you are on the ground safely? So, um, oh. what can we see near us, Owen? So you can Is see that... um, a number of fields. Um, these ones look to be probably not in use at the moment. As you look over... Um, you get the sense that that maybe this this farmland has been abandoned uh, quite some time ago, um, but uh, definitely towards the south uh, towards the southwest, you can see there are fields of what look like wheat and corn, maybe an hour or two walks away, um, and then even beyond that, a couple of couple of hours away, you can see smoke rising from the village that you noticed when you were flying down from above. Awesome. All right. So as I dropped down on the ground, I would have done like so, sort of like the parkour some assault as I hit the ground. Mm-hmm. Take my impact. <laughs> Unnecessarily, bar. yeah. You just do a little pratfall tumble, um, and then I sort of pat myself off, dust off all the uh, the thatch and stuff that is collected up on my on my outfit. Um, I'll look at Mira and Lyra, and I'll be like, oh, oh, well, that was an experience. Is everyone okay? Um, how are we doing? Yes, yes, perfectly fine, but we seem to have lost a few people. Yes. Well, does anyone know where they fell or where falling? They they were above us. I'm not really sure what order we went in. <laughs> you. So I would say the three of you saw them um, basically behind you just drop. You saw the two of them just drop out of sight very quickly. They didn't seem so to be would make much forward progress at all. Would they, it would make sense for them to be south of us? Uh, you suspect probably northeast of where you are right now. Oh, okay. The ship is ship is the ship was heading south. Okay. So well, you are further south because you travelled more laterally. I think we should discover our compatriots, and then from there we shall go hopefully to the nearest town and get our bearings find out where we are and make our way for Palin what do you think do you guys have any ideas works for me yeah easy enough you guys begin walking sort of roughly towards where you think uh, northeast is fantastic Um, as you guys begin walking through the fields you can see the tree line in front of you after five minutes walking, um, Loki and Azua emerge from the tree line. Um, see the three of you, you can see the three of them. Um, you see the two of them emerging from the tree line. Um, you are reunited after five, six minutes of walking because you were only 10, 12 minutes away. And if you're both walking simultaneously. Slightly uncomfortable. He's got a couple of like, twigs stuck in some of his gear bits and he's just feeling a little bit strange walking mm. on like ground that's not hard and made of. You've got the sailor's gate. Yeah, exactly. Do you, yeah, know, yeah, do you yeah. know what? I like I like the idea that you've like had your gyroscope calibrated for the airship. Um, 
and it's just not it's you need to recalibrate like now that you're back on on solid ground <laughs> your gyroscope's just playing up absolutely it's <laughs> sort of like leading to the left and there's a twig sticking out of one of the mechanisms like supplying it with power as well yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic yeah you guys are reunited um as the three of you come together um i'll bring you back over to the world map so that we can show you where you guys are um just double check the world map is still working. Fantastic, Aruni. Um, well, you don't have to show us exactly where we are yet. No, 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 I'd love to. Oh, right, yes. Find that out where it's down. I'll just bring it back to the world map then for the uh, the viewers to enjoy. Yep. There we go. Fantastic. And then I'll just zoom out. Ooh, it's very hard to control. There we go. Why does it do that jump? It's very frustrating. Um, there we go. That should look good on the stream. Yes, it does. So that's what you guys can see. Can you guys see the map? Just check. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. I don't have uh, dynamic lighting on. Um, yeah. yeah. So you know that you were coming from the northeast, and that Palin is to the southwest of you. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you know that you are over land at the moment, and somewhere near an area of forest. Um, but yeah, as as you guys are standing. Um, on the edge of this field uh, and the edge of this forest, Azul looks over and goes, "Well, I um, I think I might head back to Oxenfurt. I will, uh, I will see you all again very soon, my friends." And that was intense, to say the least. Um, one little question I have. Yes, one does little answer for know, you, my friend. Does anyone know where Wiltix is? We found you, but he disappeared, and we never found him. Yes, you said he disappeared. He hasn't. I mean, he clearly hasn't popped back. Hmm. I hope he's not still on the ship. Uh, and as you look in the distance, you can see the ship disappear from view over the edge of a mountainside. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. This is, um... Well, that... Probably not the best time to ask, considering that we aren't on the castle anymore. Did we just abandon him on a crashing... on a crashing sky castle? I don't think he's going to let us live that down. <laughs> It's going to be a bad hair day for him. All day. Uh, as he says that, you hear and feel a large boom as the ground shakes and a vast amount of smoke and dust is pushed up from over the edge of this uh, mountainside <laughs> as a large crash emanates from the distance. Um, oh I think Larry cheers. <laughs> she cheers. Oh, well, well, I was I was keeping an eye on that smaller section of the uh, skycast. It seemed to be turning back towards the north. I wonder where it's headed. Did you say the smaller spire? Yes, it detached fully and, and started sailing off on its own. We might want to report that. Uh, yes, any I think surprising we... dracoliches could be a problem. Yes, I think I think we just might. I, I mean, she seems nice enough, but I really don't trust a vampire. Yes. I don't trust vampires that want to make gentlelitches. So that's yes. a Yes, not a good not a good combination. No. Digging up Quite. and zombifying your your great 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 grandparents' mirror, that's not very polite. Yes, now that you mention it as well, yes. Although, maybe it's good to see Grandma Slyrax again. 
I wonder if I'll find Roger. Would they bring Roger back? <laughs> you still don't know who Roger is, do you? Yes, he's my good friend from the Feywild. Ah, uh, of course. Speaking of, I'm going to take a shortcut through the Feywilds. I will catch up with you all later. Uh, is there anything that I can do or get for you or organize to be sent from the Guildhall to Palin? Oh, to Palin? Well, that's oh, isn't that where you're headed? I don't have... Oh, no, I'm talking... This is Jared oh. talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking because, uh, yeah, I don't actually have any... Technically, Jin isn't part of the guild. So... Oh, well, let me recruit you. Welcome to the guild. I think I think we've all been through enough of a mess that we're all part of the Tempest Guild now. Um, I think I think that's in character for Azur, just to randomly recruit. Well, I think that. <laughs> let me think on it. Maybe an associate of the guild. Part I am you part be, of the bar. You could I'm be a, part an of intern. The bar we need we need more interns. Uh, see, I'm already yeah. part of the bar. I've quite a high standing there. Nah, but they oh, just play music. We, we fight monsters. I'm more than happy being an associate. All right, fine. You can be a contractor. I'll think about it for now. Let me let me think about it. Of course. And uh, and you too. He looks towards um, Lockie and uh, Lockie and um, Lyra. I th- I think you're more than welcome to join us. We're a we're a, a lovable group of rogues who get up to some mischief and do a lot of good. Uh, and we and we have and we have some dragon eggs back at our um, back at our guild hall. Ooh. What do you think, Lucky? Lucky looks easy. Is was just slightly distracted for a moment. Um, was watching the uh, the 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 tower go down. But yeah, he, he looks back and goes, "Well, I mean." Not like we have anything else to do at this stage. <laughs> My entire life's work just crashed into the fucking ground. So. <laughs> I am per- I am without purpose. <laughs> I am without purpose. I am without home. I guess I am free for the moment. So, say yes, we did I- join, would we be able to have access to these dragon eggs? Why, yes, of course. Within reason, as he notices, like, Mira raising an eyebrow, I think would be accurate to say. <laughs> um, yes, what is the story with those dragon eggs? Ah, you don't need to worry about that. Mira will explain all of that. I'm not great with secrets. Don't let me talk anymore, Mira. Why are you letting me talk? That was a very interesting little thing to drop. I'm not sure I was aware of that. All right. Bye, everybody. Um, as you, uh, what was that? What was that? She's just exasperated noises. Nice. Um, Azua, you watch as Azua's eyes turn completely golden. Large white wings unfurl from his back. He flaps them once to rise into the air, and then almost like this strange green glow begins to fade around him. And as he begins to be absorbed by this green light, he flaps once more and disappears, leaving behind a scent of summer, of growing things, grass, and life. Um, as he appears to teleport. Well, that was startling. Um, oh, and as everyone's sort of watching him disappear, I'm gonna melt away yep. from the crowd for a little bit. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna transform into a Zua. Okay. 
And I'm gonna his clothes, behind right? like just 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 no. his form. Yep, cool. But I'm going to quickly disguise self to be exactly his clothes. Okay, nice. Um, and I'm gonna appear behind everyone and do like a sort of like a triumphant pose, and I'll be like, "Aha! I am back from my travels." <laughs> um, you guys all see that and hear that as you turn around. Well, what did it? <laughs> Huzzah, I'm, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> How are you all doing since I have been gone for one second? Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> so you're asking me, Mira, if you believe this to be a zoo? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Rather than I'm shouting insight check into my ear. <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to you do may roll an insight check. check. Yes, you may roll. You may roll a deception check. But because I'm trying to pass off as someone else, I have. Oh man, you have advantage. Twenty for Mira. Twenty from Jin. Mira, you're not a hundred percent. Like you know, you know that this is probably not Azua. Logic dictates to you that what you just witnessed and what you've seen, you don't think this is Azua. And you do also notice that Jin's not anywhere nearby. <laughs> but you're not sure. Like, there's a part of you that's like, I mean, it could have just been the <laughs> shittest teleportation ever. <laughs> just moves him ten feet behind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, welcome to the guild, everyone. <laughs> I, I sort of hardly laugh. I don't really want this to go on for too long because I want to get on with the story, of course. But I go, ha, ha, ha. Foolish mirror, I was just joking around, giving you a little bit of a josh. And then I um I sort of change back into a Lyrian again and, and dispel the disguise self. Alright, as you do this in front of Loki and um Lyra, for the first time, Lyra, you and Loki, um, you watch as a wave of white, pale white skin flows across uh the form of Jin. Um almost yeah so so basically it's almost like um a little bit like how mystique in the x-men changes form it's sort of like this wave of white that flows across um as his form shifts and changes back into that of illyrian um very strange and um as i sort of come out of that as well i'm going to be playing my pan flute and doing like a bit of a sort of a i'm sort of going to do like a bit of a uh just like a light-hearted tune and then sort of <laughs> a flourish um, <laughs> and then i start sort of oh um, man take an inspiration that's fantastic <laughs> so and i'm dumb. gonna do <laughs> i know it is i'm gonna do vicious... i'm gonna do like a toned down vicious mockery so she hears in her like in her ears just like little like jibs and jabs like haha you were fooled haha take that mira and just like do like i'm truly keeping it low <laughs> Um, Mira, make me a wisdom saving throw. That's okay. Mira, make me a wisdom saving throw. (laughs) This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I like how, I like how Jared's like, I want to move the story along. But first, I have this really stupid (laughs) tangent to do. (laughs) 17. Mira, you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? Bards. Bards. Oh my god. It's literally like, you're Geralt and he's Yaskia right now. God damn it, Yaskia. Yeah. Toss a coin to your mirror, oh valley of plenty. Um, yeah. If you could see my face right now, that would be Mirror's face. Okay? We, we can't see your face because your camera's not on, so for the podcast and uh, everyone else, could you please describe your face? 
it's just Actually, no, 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 I've got a better idea. Michael, I'd like you to describe Claire's face for me, please. At the moment, Claire's face is a mix of strange anticipation, confusion, mm-hmm. and a little, um, uh, what's the word for, it's like disbelieving, but it's not, it's like, um... Not disbelief? Uh, no? Not disbelief, it's the other one, there's another one. Incredulous. Incredulous. Befuddlement. Oh, incredulous. Word. Yeah. Um, I do have to say, Mike, like, fantastic description. Um, however, you didn't describe her face as beautiful, so you did just lose 200 also, relationship points, just so you know. Owen, with the vicious yes. mockery, I'm going to do a little thing as well. Um, oh, like a little jaunty tune to go along with the, the music. You of tried you to are. perceive, but unfortunately you were deceived. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm removing that inspiration. You've lost it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You've earned it definitely with that. Oh my god. Um Loki and uh Lockie and Lyra. Um you just you see this exchange happen. What would be your takes on this? I'm gonna lean over to Lyra and be like So we are joining these people? <laughs> these people are mad. Uh, unless you've got a better idea. Um, I guess people have changed since we last knew people yeah i mean if he wants a joke he can do a joke it probably wouldn't fly <laughs> uh yeah uh, well i guess we can just follow them until we find something better to do <laughs> no they seem slightly silly although i don't agree <laughs> They seem slightly silly. <laughs> no, no, too silly, too silly. Stop the skit, too silly. <laughs> Stop the skit, it's too silly. It's getting too silly. Oh my god, I'm so pleased someone else watches um, Monty Python's Flying Circus fan, fantastic. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to give you an inspiration just for knowing um, and like so many of the Flying Circus um, references. I'll see if you can squeeze in two more, you've got an inspiration. Um, alrighty, so, and they've got to be contextual, Monty Python okay. Circus references. Right. Challenge accepted. It's not going to be hard. They've done a lot of random shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, you guys are reunited in a field um, on the border of a forest. You know that Palin is roughly towards the southeast, uh, southwest of your position, um, and probably about a day's journey away. Shall we set off? Uh, I'll follow you guys. If, if, if you're done, Jin, if you're done. Yes, yes. I, I think I'm done. Um, how are we all looking? How are we all feel? Do we feel... Um, is anyone hurt? Are we full of vim and vigor, children? <laughs> I could do with a long rest. But... Ah. can keep going. Well. After that I, ordeal, maybe we should take at least some form of rest. I would say as well, you guys know that there's only a, a couple of hours away, there's a town. Um, not even a couple of hours away, maybe an hour or two away. There, you saw from the sky, like, you could not help but see this town um, in the exact direction you need to head. If you wanted to, just, just so you know your options, because you, your characters would absolutely have seen that and known what it was from the sky. Like, there's no way well, you could have missed it. Even if we can get to the town, then we can take at least main roads to get back to Palin. So it's not as uh, it's a lot more easy going. That's true. 
And then maybe in that town we can get like a cart, horses or something. And then we can at least have a long rest while we're traveling in the cart. That sounds like a great idea. Sounds good. Fantastic. If I sound a little bit muffled, I've got a very sleepy pup that I'm just <laughs> giving a bit of a cuddle to. She um, she came up and started pouring at my legs. I think she wants to go to bed. Sorry, pup. We've still got another half an hour of streaming left. <laughs> and you've got to stay Your around my neck the pup. whole time. No. There you go. There you go, little one. Have a nap. Alrighty, yeah. So as you've been, uh, as you've been walking towards the town, um, after about 45 minutes walking, you find yourselves coming across a main road um, right here you should be able to see pinked um and as you head towards the town um you can see that it is a a rather small town a sign outside the front um pronounces this to be Kerwell, population 212 um as you enter into the town you can see a mixture of halflings humans half elves a few half orcs moving around as well um the they seem to have set up a large um trading line of ships the river that this town is built upon does seem to be um, a, a trading hub and you can see that the road um, heading from Kerwell uh, towards the north um, is a well-traveled road and there's a number of caravans moving across it it seems like there is a there is a definite movement of goods in this direction um, there seems to be some sort of trading post town there are a number um, of inns there are three or four inns that you can see as you enter one is down on the docks there's a couple more towards the town center um, there's a few general stores. You can see people, as you, as you enter, people generally friendly. Um, there's a, an air of sort of calm and relaxing nature. There's a, there's a busyness, but the locals seem to be fairly relaxed. Um, it's, it's very reminiscent of a um, of sort of like an old-timey town. There's um, children sort of running about, eating boiled sweets, chasing lizards and um, creatures along the main roads, mostly horse-drawn carts and carriages. Um, and then there, the river, uh, the river docks as well, as you travel through what would you guys like to do what's your sort of um what's your main plan did you want to keep heading on towards the town do you want to talk to anyone yeah i, I hand back over to you guys are, are there any descriptions no. you want of the town if you want any more information go nuts um just let me know so our lucky's sort of faded to the to the group now he's sort of like he's, he's he's decently tall so he's sort of like hunching a little bit to try and sort of blend in with his with his compatriots and his friends at the moment Yep, yeah, absolutely fair enough. Uh, Mira, what um, are you doing? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go, Mira. Hey, you go, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, um, well, Jin is into, like, he's just interested in talking to people at the, the docks um, mm-hmm. and maybe seeing if this river connects to Palin and using a boat to get to Palin. It's probably a quicker route taking the road, potentially. That's what yeah, Jin's absolutely. thinking of doing. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm happy to see what everyone else wants to do first and then do interactions. 100%. Um, I should say as well, it is sort of heading in towards the later afternoon by the time you guys head across. Okay. Sounds sensible to me. Yeah. yeah. Perfect, um, yeah. As you as you guys head down towards the docks, past the locals, um, past one of the market stalls, where you can see they, um, they're definitely in the process of packing up the markets. Um, it seems to be maybe some sort of like Sunday afternoon markets. Uh, yeah, as you head down towards the docks, you can see there are a number of, um, of riverboats that are docked in um, in these large wooden um, containers, almost like dry docks set up. Um, goods are being unloaded and loaded onto um, barges. You can see one barge is already just taking off the water wheels, spinning as it begins moving back onto the main thoroughfare and then continuing down the river. Um, as you approach, you can see a number of uh, dock workers, um, 
people on ships, uh, ship hands and shipwrights, you can see there is a, um, a large central trading post um, called the East Oceania Trading Company that seems to be um, managing a number of the goods that are coming in and out. They've got a large stamp um, with the symbol of Oceania uh, on the sail of a ship. Uh, and you can see that there are a number of clerks moving around, um, directing the flow of cargo, issuing passages to people, uh, and generally sort of organizing and administrating um, this area and this organization. Uh, my question is, yeah, what, what would you guys like to do? Who are you talking to? Is there anybody on the docks that looks like maybe like a like a harbour master? I guess it's, I don't know how big the town is, but like a harbour master or someone who's obviously like yeah, make in me some a form of management? perception check. Uh, well, you know that it's a small town because the population, the, the permanent population on the sign would seem to indicate 212. So a small permanent population, yep. but you're already seeing way more than that here. So it looks like there's a large transient population of, of dock workers and travelers. 24, yeah. As you look across, you instantly spot um, a number of clearly captains of the riverboats. Um, a lot of them wear much more fine and ostentatious clothing than um, a lot of the people on the docks, a lot of the workers. Basically, yeah, there's a few people who seem to sort of not be doing a huge amount of work, more overseeing the movement of their ships. Um, in terms of a dock master, not out in the open, you can't see anyone who looks to be like a, the manager of this entire enterprise. Um, but you can see a number of senior clerks sort of moving in and out of the main building and directing the movement of the junior clerks as they move around. Um, you can see that there is also a, a large riverboat that is partially... Um, partially docked onto land itself it looks like it's crashed and come aground that has been turned into a tavern um you can oh, clearly cool. see the the sign out the front says the sunken barge um and there's a number of people coming and going number of sailors sort of emerging stumbling a bit and a bit drunk as they move around um, and people going in as it sort of heads into the afternoon you can see the lights are being lit um the smell of delicious food begins wafting over uh, and you can see that the yeah seems to be a lovely warm and friendly place um, but apart from that, you can see a couple of captains of the boats or, or um, uh, senior clerks or um, uh, I, I would say like first mates. Hard to tell sort of the difference between a first mate and a captain from a visual glance only. But yeah, a couple, a couple of senior ship workers and senior clerks okay. for the shipyard um, as well as this tavern. Well, well for Jin, um, I, I don't know what other people sort of want to do, but I think getting back to Palin for Jin because he wants to get back to the Harpers and tell them everything that's happened because um, the message now is a bit misleading because there's no horde to attack and it crashed quite close to Palin but um, so he wants to get back and um, inform people as quick as possible so time is of the essence um, Jin's mission right now is going to be going and talking to some of those higher uh, clerks yeah. um, and just trying to find the ship that's leaving the, the dock uh, as soon as possible to get to Palin really Okay. Yeah, well, uh, well, he's gonna gonna speak up and be like, "Would it not be prudent to either uh, spend the night here, or perhaps get at least some supplies before we continue on the journey?" Well, it's just that there's a lot of moving parts at the moment, and there's a little bit of potential misinformation that'll be flying around. I, I would, I feel, I could be prudent to get back to Palin as quick as possible. We want to sort of tell them what has happened on the on the castle. I think they're probably going to figure out the city crashed. The city made when the city crashed. Yes, but I'm I'm worried about the the circle they were going towards. Well, there you have got that fast friend is 
going to talk to people, presumably. I'm not sure. That's, but that's at the same time, before true. I forgot, I, some of my pieces are a little bit of need a bit of repair, and my friend Nero is looking a little bit knocked up as well. Well, should we then ask? Should we ask around then for maybe passage to Palin in the morning? Perhaps. Unless he wanted to spend the night on the boat. On the but boat. I, I just think some supplies before we went, some healing or something. And I believe that, and he looks at, he looks at Lauren, I believe that they, you people eat as well. <laughs> Don't you need to do that sometime soon? Well, that is that is good. As yet, point. As he says that, uh, all mortals, your stomachs begin to grumble. Well, oh, that's probably a good point. <laughs> should we go to the tavern first, then? The you mean the broken ship? That 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 place over there that, where people are conjugating and shouting and yelling. Yes. That, oh, yeah. that Place with all the people in it. The broken ship with. Lots and lots of people in it. Yes. Give me a quick oh. sec. I'm going to change into proper attire for sailors. As I sort of disappear off somewhere where I can... So I'll just disappear off now for, uh, for a sec, Owen, as I yeah. change. Uh, um, what do you change into? Yes, so let me have a quick look. <laughs> I have a, I do have a persona here that's called Captain Swabby Seabeard, human oh pirate God. captain. He's, oh dear! It's little things as piratey, yar, and matey. That's what I put down as. That's bite. what you've written as his personality. Yeah. Dear Lord. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay, let's do it. Um. Oh, so wow. yeah, I'm gonna, and I'll use my disguise kit and my. I have a bunch of different clothes and stuff. I'll sort of have like a. Sort of like a just a sailor's sort of outfit, Owen. Maybe like a nice uh, overcoat or something. Like whatever you mm-hmm. feel like, a disguise kit and just like adventuring gear and um, other stuff can sort of drum up for me and make me look like a pirate. Within obviously reason of my equipment, um, I won't have like I won't have like a missing hand and and a hook and all that. That's just going a bit too far, probably. Okay. Um, Unless I could have a peg leg in the disguise kit, if I can have like something that could work as a peg leg. Do you know what? I would say that if you... Oh, that's a tough one. Do you want to make me a slider hand check to see how effectively you um, can turn yeah. a length of wood into a fake peg leg? And as a... Look, I'm not too fast if it doesn't work. I, I'm, very... I'm very tempted to allow this. It's a 14. Yeah, fourteen. Um, I'd say that if you if you have access to a length of wood, that you can get down to the length of a peg leg as a, yeah, as a um, I don't know if I should I reveal your race as as a as a race of changeable shape, um, you could probably have one leg. Oh, so it's fine. Everybody knows that I'm a changing now. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah, as a changeling, you can you can have one leg. I would say so. Yeah, I there's no reason why you can't have a peg leg fantastic yeah i would say that yeah given given your side of handshake absolutely you can you can have a peg leg awesome okay so Hi-ya. as i um yeah and i'll have a cool hat and stuff as well all that sort of stuff fantastic i'll but i won't call myself captain maybe because then everyone will be like well where's your ship <laughs> what are you gonna call yourself yeah i will be i'm gonna be swabby seabeard 
Swabby Seabeard. I have a beard I, as well. I'm Swabby Seabeard, the inland sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So as I as I go through all these changes behind uh, in a yep. nice little sheltered area, maybe behind the tree, something I don't know. Um, I will reappear to my <laughs> like they've been. I've been. I don't know what they've done actually since I've. Because this is probably takes taking you, me like a good takes few you like minutes. five minutes. Five minutes to do this. Yeah, gotta, what are the rest I've of you doing while the, he's doing this? Yeah, I've got to put all the clothes and stuff on. How, how far away from this um, uh, the tavern? This broken oh, tavern. 20, 25 meters tops. Okay. <laughs> when, when Jin disappears into the shadows to go and change into his form. Sorry, Lucky's just sort of there and just sort of like starting to twitch a little bit mm-hmm. and he's just going to sort of sidle up to where the tavern is the broken ship and just sort of start on his arm his arm's going to like his forearm he's going to shift back it's hard to describe but like it's not telescope but it's um like fold back a little bit like a shell and inside there'll be a, a lot of things that sort of slowly rotate and that's a bunch of little tools and things that he uses yep. so that's where he stores all the different tools that he has proficiency with so, so and, um, he basically so he, like pulls open the little carpenter's kit yeah a little, a little bit so he's, he's, gonna, he's just gonna take out like a file and a chisel and stuff and just sort of start just, like repairing the side of the, of the well as you as you reach the side of the tavern even though it's called the sunken barge it's actually in very good nick the wood has been well cared for and stained there are no cracks. The timber has been well maintained. And as you sort of start looking around the side and where it meets the waterline, someone has gone to the trouble of waxing the wood on the waterline so that the wood does not rot. It's been very well taken care of. You, As you look over it, you find very few things to do. There are a couple of splinters which you just quickly move off with a, a small lathe. Um, it's, it's looking looking in good nick. It's surprisingly well cared for. Jeez. After he finished that, I sort of shuffle his tools away and then it is okay. And just sort of walk away again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fantastic. By that time, actually, I will ask Mira and Lyra, what are you two doing while um, while this is happening? Lyra, you just watch as your companion goes off and begins like examining the ship and like commenting on the quality of the wood, like sort of occasionally probably mustering under his breath, like, mm, yes, there's some waxing there. Um, just <laughs> some random stuff. I would yeah, say are... that she's probably more just keeping an eye on anyone that's around Loki. Like, she's like, oh my god, he's just gone off to, you know, do his own weird thing with the ship. She's yep. like, we're in a strange place with strange people. So I think she's just going to make sure he doesn't get jumped. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Do you want to make me a perception check uh, or investigation as you have a bit of a look around and keep an eye out mm-hmm. for any sort of shenanigans that might be going down? 19. 19. Yeah, as you look across, you can see that most of the sailors, occasionally you are getting looks, like you are a pretty interesting group of, uh, of people. Um, the Yeah, the, the Warforged, this ancient designed Warforged is attracting a little bit of attention. You do catch glances from sailors and, and passers-by looking over. One of the clerks, um, as he looks over and, and sees um, and sees Lockie, he pulls out a small notebook and begins like flicking through, like looking at the notebook, then looking up at Lockie, and then looking back at the notebook, and then sort of finally putting the notebook away and looking very puzzled, and then wandering off. Um, 
Yeah. Hmm. That's what you notice. Uh, Mira, what are you doing while this is happening? Similarly, I'm just sussing people out. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Do I do I know anything much about this town in terms of? Oh yeah, absolutely. Make me a history check. Given that you, um, it's a very close town to Palin, and your your um, history working as a uh, well, not a spy, but a minor clerk for a political faction. Two. Um, even with the lower DC that I gave you, um, the only thing you know about the town of Kerwell um, is that it's north of Palin, and it's a, a small trading town. Um, apart from that, there was nothing of interest going on in this town. In fact, one of the most notable things about it is that nothing notable has happened in this town for the last hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually in the in your in your dossier that you had access to that have been sort of filled over the years. Um, yeah. It had Kerwell, nothing of note was the actual note. Mostly harmless. Mostly harmless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, in that case, I'm not that interested, and I return to the, to the, uh, I guess the problem is my eye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah you're missing, you're missing eye. Yep. Literally, oh my so god. One to just kind of like, the thing about mirror is she doesn't have any hair or anything, so she can't really even hide. So. You do have a ruby currently sitting in your eye socket, don't you? I do. I take it out actually. Oh, I look for a. I look for a part. You look for a... <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Um, as you as you have a bit of a look around, um, you don't see any um, monocular sailors uh, instantly. Uh, as you have a bit of a look around, it seems like perhaps that might be a bit of a stereotype. Um, would you like to make me a perception or investigation check to try and locate um, a pirate with a patch or some sort of material for a patch? Oh yeah, yeah. I I I kind of I side eye Jin and I'm I kind of sidle over to him and I go. Don't happen to have a patch in that costume of yours, do you? No, matey. Let me have a quick look for you. Yeah. So I start like <laughs> sort of getting through all my bags and such. Uh, oh, and um, do I have a patch in my disguise? You kit? would. You yeah. would have in your disguise kit. You would have the makings of a patch. You would have something that could be used as a patch. That's the whole point of a disguise kit. So yes. I would say you do have something that could double as a patch. Maybe a length of cloth that's slightly thicker in the middle that you could, you could tie off. Let me uh, check this one out for you, love. And then I'll sort of... Um... <laughs> Is this what salty sea beard sounds like? <laughs> swabby sea beard. Swabby, swabby, swabby sea beard. Sorry. Come on, matey. Get oh, right. dear. I, actually, I kind of like salty sea beard now. Because it sounds uh, quite swabby. filthy. All right, fine. <laughs> Um, um, I just swabby semen beard. What? Yeah. So you put the patch on. <laughs> Fucking hell. What? Yes, what we are all semen of the sea. Fantastic. What, why are you saying yeah. so? Um, yeah, Mary, you put the eye patch on. Um, immediately. Look at you and I go, Arr! Arr, matey! <laughs> that is a nice one there. I kind of I get the feeling that Mira does like a little creepy smile at the end of it as well, but no, it's not yeah. meant to be creepy. It's just it just is creepy. It's just creepy. Wait, wait, what type of creepy is that? <laughs> I think like an uneasy creepy for Mira, right? No, like wait, is someone... like, am I the one getting creeped out, or is she getting creeped out? You're get you're getting a little bit creeped out by the smile. 
What? 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 Is is she like two? Is she like what else? It's just too keen. What is behind yeah, exactly. the smile? It's oh, too keen. keen. It's way too keen. Okay. Yeah, it's way too keen. Yeah. Like there's there's okay. almost like a dangerous level of delight in her eyes. She really does <laughs> like doing espionage stuff. So every time I do espionage stuff, she must. Every love time it. she's in costume, she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's basically me as a child. Yes. Just should, should really, I do really into oh. costumes and roleplay? Hmm? Do you want me to do like a slider hand check or something to see how well made I can do this iPad? Or oh, even better, actually, I'll sort of. You're my friend there. Um, what's his? Locky, can you come over here for a quick second? Just see if you can help me make this eye patch. I. I've seen I your pro. I've seen your prowess with uh fixing things, so maybe you might know more. I love how this is the same person who before was like, oh, we need to get on with the main story. I'm Swabby Seabeard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm melding oh. into the sailors of Kerwell. Oh my god, you just we're just going to do six episodes in Kerwell now. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, Oh, oh, I didn't really we hear missed, much of that. Mic, we missed sorry. most of that. Sorry, Michael. It was dropping out a bit. My mic is a piece of crap. I can, I can work with both leather and cloth. Should not be an issue. Mm -hmm. Okay. He can work I with leather and cloth. It. it will not be an issue. I think that's what he said. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I will hand, I'll hand him the materials to make this. Um, he'll be better yeah. than I will because he's an artist a bit. I, I'm more doing it. Not the, that's not me being meta. It's more because I've seen yeah, him. Well, you think yeah, you've seen him work? Yeah. So much stuff no, 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 no. I think that makes. I think that makes perfect sense. Um, Alrighty. Yeah, I'll, I'll hand in the materials and uh, hopefully he can make a really nice eye patch for Mira. Absolutely. Um. So I will get a performance check from you, Jin, for your costume, and for Loki, I will get a sleight of hand check. Damn, I rolled a one, but it is eight. So that eight. might offset it, hopefully. Um, your beard is not fully stuck on. There's patches where it's hanging off a little bit. Um, you've sort of tried to use a bit of colour in the cheeks to sort of give yourself like a ruddy sea breeze look. Um, but it's just like you've got red well, cheeks. With the beard, because <laughs> yeah. I'm a changeling, I could actually make it like part of me. You can just do a real beard. Okay, in that case then... I'll do a real um, beard. You've, like, you've drawn on in a stencil like a skull and crossbones on a hat and stuck that on your head. Um, <laughs> okay. But it's good. it's actually it's actually like you've folded a paper hat. Like, you know those paper boats that are hats? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've just, you've sort of put that up. 21. This, it's... Great. This eye patch... This eye patch is beautiful. Plus three, 24. So natural 20, total of 24. This eye patch is beautiful. Lockie pulls out some um, little flecks of, um, of crystal left over from shaping that ruby to fit into your eye socket and actually sews some ruby studs onto the uh, oh, actually, <laughs> onto the eye patch. Yep. I'm going to... Sorry, real, I'm going to use my inspiration. inspiration. One. I rolled another nat one. You rolled that's, another nat one. Owen, that's four nat ones this session. Oh, uh, that is a fun three. coin for you. That is a fun coin. Yeah, you've you've oh had four God. almost in a row. So I will allow a fun coin if you want to do one more reroll. Yes, that's it. Fourteen. Better. Okay. Um, but yeah, really this, this eye patch. Away from that. No, that's fine. This eye patch is beautiful, Mira. It's got little ruby encrusted gems around it. It's it's stunning. Like in a few short seconds, using a combination of um, 
I'd say like you, Lockie, your fingers like open up and tiny little scissors come out and these little like um, grasping like tweezers begin like moving around and shaping this thing, a little stitching kit um, between two of your fingers, a little sewing machine as you quickly sew this beautiful, it's, it's stunning. This bejeweled eye patch. And then I just, uh, out of his forearm again, takes another little, um, little stitch. I'm gonna drop that. There you go, I think that's probably possible by now. Well, Mira's looking real good right now. Yeah, like, Mira's looking badass. Yeah. Yes, that smile, yeah. that keen smile that's already too keen grows 10% keener. <laughs> I, th- I like to think Mira makes that noise as she puts the eye patch on. <laughs> um, Lyra, while all this shenanigans is going on, what are you doing? I think she's just utterly confused, like, sort of the world somehow the same and incredibly different at the same time. Um, mm. I think she's just sort of doing like a sort of a lot of watching and trying to figure out, okay, how the fuck does this world work, essentially? Who are these people, like, <laughs> just bewildered yeah. deer in headlights, like... Absolutely, yeah. You you are very out of your depth right now, hundred percent. Um, and there's a lot of like people doing crazy, irrational things that just you're not really sure what's going on here. Like, why are people doing these things? Um, but yeah, absolutely. Um, you are all in costume. Mira has her eye patch. We've got Swabby Sea Beard, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> um, and uh, and Lockie's just himself. Uh, you've been given advantage, Jin. I suspect for Swabby Seabeard. Um, the oh, chat really? Has, uh, the chat has spent <laughs> Dragon yes. Wolf. Dragon Wolf has spent another five thousand points to give you advantage. That's Dragon awesome. Wolf, giver of advantage, um, and thank you for not giving me disadvantage. Uh, yeah. So, what would you guys like to do? Yo, Yar, should we uh, maybe go into the inn there and let ease? I think that we shall not deprive them of your presence. Yar, I think I need a bit of an ale after that. She don't need a a rum. Also, Owen, I'm going to impose a... Instead of 30 feet of walking, I'll be 25 now because I have my peg leg. Oh my god. I've just been given disadvantage. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Indignation 17. (laughs) Is that Matt? No, Matt. Matt, Matt, you <laughs> the yeah. bullying the bullying continues. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, so Matt, the way the way the disadvantage works for the DM, you get to decide. So at any point you can tell me to re-roll a dice and take the lower number. So at any point you feel like I've I've rolled a dice and it's too, you just told me to re-roll it. Um and, and he can also to be do that session. for us as well. He's if, redeemed if it for me. To, Matt, he could, he's, I know. He could do it, yeah. yeah him, so he could he could spend more points and do it to anyone, but he's done it to me. Um, awesome. Amazing. <laughs> I may be a bit quick. I just responded, you shit. But <laughs> probably that was a bit harsh. <laughs> I stand by it, you shit. Um, yeah, so you guys are heading on into the tavern. Fantastic. As you enter the tavern, um, immediately you find a warm, very um, friendly, open space. Uh, the inside of this ship has been gutted deliberately to probably open up um, and give access for people to come in and out. Um, to be able to move around and, and enjoy themselves in this uh, in this rather delightful um, delightful tavern, 
you can see there are a couple of tables and booths that are not currently in use um, that you could easily go and sit at. And the bar itself has actually been made into the side of the ship. Um, so it looks like probably what was once the captain's cabin has been converted open and opened up, and that is now the bar. Um, it seems seems very lovely. Awesome. Um, is there any see, free tables say, or anything? Yeah, there's a couple of free booths. I should say, actually, as well, you can see there are a couple of patrons inside, a number of humans and halflings, all of whom are already starting to drink pretty heavily. There's signs of... Uh, this place can get a bit raucous later on. It is only sort of late afternoon. Um, but yeah, definitely signs this place gets a bit raucous in the afternoon. It looks like the, the workers work hard and play hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, This you get the sense this is a bit of a dive uh, after certain hours. Um, you can also see there is a what looks like a, a hotel reception. Um, the bar is currently being manned by a large, overweight tabaxi. Um very very elegant dark puma like um i almost said puma like plumage but that's feathers uh puma puma colored fur this puma colored pelt pelt not plumage pelt um very very piercing yellow eyes uh, and a large scar uh, a vertical scar down his right eye um and he seems to be serving drinks but yeah horrendously overweight as he sort of moves you occasionally hear like the creaking of timbers as he moves about and then serves drinks um and in between every drink he pours as he pours he then finishes off a little bit himself as he continues every time he makes a drink he's drinking a little bit of it himself um on the opposite side there seems to be some sort of reception area for the accommodation and you can see stairs leading up to the upper decks um and it seems like there are currently three rooms uh, available. There is a sign proclaiming in, in chalk, um, three rooms free. Um, and then it says underneath, um, one night, ten silver. Uh, and you can see that is currently being manned by an Arakokra, um, a very, very beautiful female toucan Arakokra, um, who is uh, looking through a book with half-moon spectacles perched across her large rainbow-coloured beak, um, beautiful blue plumage. Um, but everyone else in here seems to be a yeah, human halfling, a couple of half-elves dotted about, uh, and the occasional half-orc having an arm wrestle in the corner uh, for gold. Um, a few people playing dice and gambling. Uh, but yeah, that's what you see. Cool, cool. Um, I think I'll gesture for our party to sit down on a, a free table for now. Mm-hmm. And then um, when we all, if they all sit down with me, I'll go, Ah, so um, should I order us some ale? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Where are you there, my mechanical friend? I'll have a uh, vegetable oil, I suppose. Yeah, check oil. if that is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Get lubricant. <laughs> Fetch me no, some lubricant. <laughs> oh my god. I'll sort of, of stride up. Wait, what was do that, they Mira? have people? Do they? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go, Mira. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, what? I'll just say, I'll, I'll have an A with us. No problem. Celebration. I look at Ellie. Oh, no, Ellie, sorry. I'll look at Lyra. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the question, sorry? Uh, how long have you been in that little uh, wee thing for? Do you know what Ale uh. is? Well, I, I'm assuming it's the same drink that we used to have way back when, but to me, again, it still feels like yesterday, but I'm hoping it tastes the same. 
Yar, as you perfect. guys, uh, as you guys are standing in the entrance, sort of discussing this, um, emerging from a series of swings built into the roof is a goblin dressed in very short shorts, stripy shorts, and a tattered. Oh, who, who are you giving disadvantage to, Lucifer? You got to type in underneath who you're giving disadvantage to. Oh my um, god, there's so many. Jin, you've been given oh, you've been man, given disadvantage by uh, by Andrew. <laughs> Does that mean I lose my inspiration? No, no, you've got you've got one for um oh wow, the chat's getting angry with Lucifer for that. <laughs> <laughs> Dragons commented in caps Lucifer, fuck off. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um you don't lose your advantage. Um you have advantage on one roll and you have disadvantage on one roll, and I get to choose right. when you get the disadvantage. So okay. I might use it to cancel out your advantage, I might not. Um yeah, so so swinging from these hidden ropes hidden at the top is a goblin who swings through the ropes and then like unties something above you and then a, a rope just drops down to the floor in front of you and then the goblin like fireman pole style just comes down the rope until he's about head height with you and goes well welcome welcome can i get you a booth some food i have a menu here and he reaches inside his tattered vest so it feels about then reaches into his very short short shorts he's sort of putting back and then pulls out from his left butt cheek pocket um, a tattered and battered menu that he hands to you. He holds it out. There you go. There's the menu. Got drinks on the front, food on the back. Arr. I can recommend the house Riesling. It's delicious. You're perfect, Mike. <laughs> we. Um, he then shuffles back up the rope. As he reaches the roof, he then pulls the rope back up, ties it, and begins scuttling across the rope. Uh, the, the ropes tied to the roof and begins moving about the deck. Um, you can see every so often the rope drops down and he lowers down in the middle of tables and takes drink orders and then shuffles back up again without ever touching the floor. Awesome. Alright, so... Um... Yeah, so as you guys all crowd around and begin looking through the menu, you can indeed see there is a house Riesling. Um, it's described as, uh, as a taste that is mellow and dry. Um, bottle, five silver what, pieces. Um... A glass, one silver piece. Um, as you look down, you can see there's a couple of others. There's a, a Shiraz, a Cab Sav, some very nice looking wines. Um, there's a few beers as well. You can see there's the Stuffy Nightmare Porter, um, a Dragon Spellbook Pilsner, and the Abyssal Unicorn Ale which uh, all stand out to you. Uh, you can also see some liqueurs down the bottom. There's a Bloody Imp Whiskey, um, which seems to be some sort of barley whiskey, um, and the Rancid Foot Rum, which has been circled as chef recommendation. Uh, recommendation is spelt wrong. Yeah. Uh, it is spelt wrong. There's also the, um, the One-Eyed Whiskey as well, um, but that's not circled with chef recommendation. I'm definitely feeling the rum. So um, I'll right. leave it up to yeah. everyone else. Uh, the rum, sorry, I should say the rum is um, for a shot. It's only seven copper. All right, perfect. We'll go with it. It's Chef's recommendation spelled wrong, of course. Yeah, recommendation spelled wrong. It has one M and three C's. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. It looks like they, they sort of, they knew how to start spelling, but they didn't know how to stop spelling it, it looks like. Cool. Well, I'm going to go with that. I'll leave it to everyone else. Yeah, so we got. Uh, you can cross off your uh, seven copper to get the rancid foot rum. Is anyone else getting any drinks? Uh, there's also food. I should say there's also some um, um, braised uh, turkey. There is um, 
blackened chicken and red lettuce salad, um, pan-seared venison, and something called marsh frog. I'm going to have... What was the braised one? Uh, the braised venison, I believe that was. Yes. Oh, sure. I'll go with that one. I'm going to have braised venison and the mm-hmm. rum. Absolutely. 100%. That's going to be my order. Um, so that's going to be a total of nine copper pieces. Cool. Well, like I said, I'm going to go for some vegetable. I'm feeling a little gritty. And uh, I don't actually eat, so I'm not 100% sure what to do in this situation. Um, and just sort of shrugs like (laughs) she just uh, forks she's got no clue what's going on and she's just ordered the exact same thing as the person in front of her she's like whatever that looks good rancid foot rum and um, braised venison fantastic (laughs) 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 Um, Jared you've just been given another disadvantage (laughs) Really? Yeah. Fuck me. Andrew again. <laughs> I think you need Owen. I think you need to uh, increase these advantages advantage to ten thousand. Five thousand points is a fair bit. Yes, we've got some lurkers in chat. <laughs> we got some lurkers. Clearly, um, that's fantastic. Oh, I've got two disadvantages for you. That's going to be fun, man. I'm looking forward to that. Um, might have some I have one constitution advantage, saves. Something. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so you order that. Um, Mira and... Uh, so uh, we know that um, we know that uh, our good friend Lockie's not going to be ordering any food. Mira, what are you ordering? The, um, the eye one, the eye drink. <laughs> um, uh, the one-eyed whiskey? Yeah. Seems appropriate. Whiskey. Seems appropriate. Um, that is one silver per shot. It's a little bit more expensive. No, no, it's too soon. Too soon. Um, she'll she'll just get she'll just get an ale and some some meat, some just some meat. Yeah, I'm going to assume that you get the dragon spellbook pilsner because it could not describe you better. <laughs> than... yep. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll describe it to you. It's a locally brewed copper coloured pilsner, um, sweet with a touch of toffee and a sweet finish. Love this. This is vintage Owen, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what being. Drink. Being way too overprepared. <laughs> yeah. Full drinks list in every tavern. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I've got all of the names and backstories of every single patron. Um, oh my goodness, dragons handing out advantages to everybody. Currently, Lyra and Mira have both been given advantage. Oh my god, we're gonna have to keep track of these. I'm, I'm gonna make a little note. I'm gonna make a little note of what we've got so far. So Mira has one advantage. I'll go through and do these at the end, and I'll correlate and make sure we've got everyone's figured out, just in case we don't use them tonight, because they do they do stand between sessions. These are not one-offs. These carry. Um, yeah, I think I may need to increase these later on when we get some more viewers. Like, if we get to, like, 20-plus, I think I might have to increase the uh, the threshold. Um, Matt said, if I had more points, I would give disadvantage to, <laughs> to Jared again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel nice being... It's because we doesn't, know each doesn't other in real feel, life. Uh, doesn't feel nice being bullied by Matt, does it, Jared? <laughs> nah, it's all um, good. At least yeah, I didn't so come cross up the um... detectives. All right, yeah, thank you. That's disadvantage you got from the DM. <laughs> um, I'm going to spend my infinite channel points to give you infinite disadvantage. Uh, no, so um, you sp- cross off your things. As the, as the goblin sort of scurries back and takes your orders, he directs you over to a booth and, and gestures for you to sit down. Um, 
As you do so, yeah, you can see there are a number of patrons around. Uh, the table next to you, um, you notice immediately uh, that the two humans, the um, this male and female human, look to be sort of mid-30s, maybe, yeah, mid to late 30s. Hard to tell given that their skin looks so weathered um, by sun and probably sea air. Um, are playing a game of dice. Um, the rules seem to be very sort of classic. Um, you make bets on what you've rolled and then you reveal um, at the very end of it. Um, and you hear uh, one of the other sailors who enters goes, Oh, dead men's dice. Fantastic. I'd love to have a game of that. Uh, he joins in, pulls out his own cup and dice and begins playing dice with these people. Um, cool. Uh, I have I have a rule set for this. <laughs> Just a heads up. Because um, I don't have enough things going on in my life, clearly. <laughs> Alice is still away, so... Uh... <laughs> Um, yeah, as, as the goblin takes your orders, he scurries back up into the rafters and disappears. Um, what would you guys like to do while you wait for your food and drinks? Is there anything in particular? You're looking around? Um, yeah. I think Lyra's just sort of sizing up the type of people that are in this town slash pub. She's like, all right, who's there to keep an eye on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, very clearly you get the sense that there's no one here who is a present danger you don't sort of get a sense of maliciousness um, or a sense of aggression in this location but I will get you to give me an insight check to sort of read the room a little bit and get a bit of an understanding of the people who are there Um, insight ooh nice 19 19. yeah definitely you're getting the sense that the people here are drinking heavily quickly and not eating a huge amount of food um a lot of them look to be uh quite sort of quite masculine um quite masculine males in that they're giving off a bit of like a macho vibe there's a lot of um sort of physical pushing and and guffawing you get the sense that this place can become not dangerous but there's probably a sense of rowdiness that uh, comes across this tavern and indeed what you notice as well um is that the uh, 19 you get the sense that the reason looking at the goblin and the way he moves about you get the sense that if he was on the floor he might get stepped on oh is the sense that you get i would say that you've got enough of an insight check and that's why he's using these systems of ropes to move across the ceiling um because he is quite small even for a goblin he's sort of only three foot he's very short He's small. He's a small boy. The shit that I come up with, my god. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where that came from. That was awesome. I, I just, loved it. Thank you. I, I thought of, as, as I was describing it on the spot, I was like, yeah, poor Gobby. Um, on the spot, I was like, oh, it'd be funny if the goblin was like scurrying across the ceiling like a spider. And then I was like, that would make sense because if he wasn't, he'd get stepped on and, and sat on and people would like not see him and he'd struggle to get through the crowds. So there you go. Also, I worked in a ship, so. Yeah, exactly right. Um, that's exactly right. Also, in my mind, I just thought it'd be funny to see the side of a goblin going <laughs> across the ceiling. Um, <laughs> that'd be fun to describe. <laughs> so, um, yeah, after a few moments, um, the tabaxi pushes through the crowds. Um, very tall, easily five seven five eight. Um, no, it can't be five seven five eight. Easily five six. Um, as he starts placing down your food and drinks, um, and he calls them out as he does that. Yes, we have ourselves two of the rancid rum whiskey. A uh, rancid rum, rancid foot rum. He sort of hands them out to Jin um, and to, I think Mira was the other. No, 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 it was uh, Lyra who got the other one. Yeah. 
we got two of the braised venison. Ah, here you go. And we've got ourselves some one-eyed whiskey. Ah, let me guess. It looks towards you, Mira. That's not for you now, is it, love? You just stay silent. He, he passes it over very <laughs> quietly without no response. He's like, okay. Very intimidated. <laughs> The, um... No, you got the ale. Sorry, that's right. DM DM remembered. You got the ale. Sorry, bad remember of the DM. DM goes the dragon spellbook pills. Now, now that wouldn't be for you, now would it, love? As he looks towards the only <laughs> dragon born in the group, still stands, still works. Um, works. Hands over a pint of ale, um, and he looks towards you, looking at. Oh. You've been looking at the menu for organics. You'll probably want to have a bit of a look at our menu for constructs. Give me one moment. I've got some oil out the back. Oh, the my fuck? God. <laughs> what would you like? You get fucked. <laughs> the menu. For- That's awesome. What the fuck? Of course we do. Oh, well, it's got to cater to all types. We get many people traveling through, and all these steamships wouldn't work without the the very hard-working Warforged. I love it. Good old Rusty's been keeping our engine running for 16 years. Haven't haven't cost me a dollar to maintain that. Now that's magic, that is. It's not really. It's he calls it artificing, but no, he calls it artificing. But it's, it's magic. I haven't had to pay him anything to get it. I mean, I pay him a wage. But don't get me wrong. But I don't have to pay him any extra costs. It's incredible. He's a magician. He keeps calling himself awesome. an, an engineer or something like that. Don't know what that means. <laughs> Fascinating, and I uh, uh, appreciate your uh, uh, foresight in creating... Of course. Now, I will be honest, there's only three items on the menu. There's a hot plate, there's two different types of oil. Plate! Now, you just... Some warforged, I've noticed, just... They don't don't sort of want to participate in the eating, but they like the idea of the warm plate just to hold close. I've heard of this. Some of them have a, uh, a slot where they put it into their chest. Yeah, if they've been specially designed, yeah. Do you have one of those? You look like an older model, if you don't mind me saying. You're looking great. You're looking great, but you do look like an older model. I'm glad to be told, I guess. I do not have one of those newfangled slots. I'm still working on the old pub system. Uh, the oil you, you mentioned, that sounds agreeable. Yeah, we've got two different types. One's been refined from cabbages, and one's been refined from giant squid. I think I'll take the ca- cabbage oil at this stage. I think I, of course. Look, single copper. It's not that expensive for me to make, if I'm being honest. Sounds also fine. Yes. I'll be right back. Anything else for your table? You- now, I don't recognize any of your faces. I've got an incredible memory for faces. And nine lives, don't you know? Well, six lives left. What what brings you through here? Not many visitors to, uh, of the adventuring type, told by your weapons, to Curwell. Well, our, my friend there, um, we be passing through trying to get to Palin. I might be the captain of this ragtag crew, and, um, well... As you can see, apologies, I'm a Captain. I ap- apologies, yes. Captain. Didn't give you the proper respect, and he gives you a full bow. Uh, Captain, welcome. Ah, thank you very much. My name is uh, Captain Swabby Seabeard. At your service, Swabby Seabeard. Now that's a name, a great name. 
I'll it's, remember uh, that. Hard to forget. Just trying to get back to the sea. A little bit lost in these river systems, you see. Mm. Well, I'm calling be... uh... Oh, sorry. You go. Oh, no, sorry, my friend. What, what, what are you going to say? I'm called BGL, Bloody Great Lummox. Pleasure to meet you. My pleasure is all mine there, friend. Now, uh... You're saying something about getting back to Palin. Yes, as soon as possible. Hey, well, there's a night barge that departs most evenings. Just takes you overnight. You sleep in one of the cabins, wake up in the morning back in the main city. Yara does sound uh, pretty good. Are you welcome to stay the night here and catch the morning express? I know there's a large steamship that travels through these parts pretty quickly. Otherwise, you're going to be quicker getting a couple of fast horses, but they are a little bit more expensive. Uh, we will give it a little bit of a suss over dinner. And I imagine a man such as yourself is not as comfortable on the back of a horse versus the back of a ship. Ah, well, I need me sea legs more than anything. Haven't been on the ocean for a very long time. Ah, well, the Mega Delta is not going to be a match for your ocean experience. You'll find she's a slow and placid body of water, this river. Ah, yar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, just a sad half-hearted, well, yar. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yep. Um, so I'll be right back with your drinks. So I've got, got to talk, Gabon. Right? Mrs. And he points over towards the uh, the Araco crowd. The Mrs. is always telling me I talk, could talk the ass off a donkey. I'll be right back. <laughs> he wanders over. As he as he sort of moves away, you can see, like, um, it takes a second or two for the rest of him to turn around. As, as his main body turns, the rolls of fat sort of jiggle and move about and then gradually turn. He's sort of got his own, like, it's an event as it turns. There's a, there's a series of, of sections that move as he turns. Um, after a few minutes, he emerges with a, uh, a medium to small glass, maybe sort of the size of a schooner, um, filled with a very fluorescent yellow oil with a bit of a green tinge to it. He plunks it down in front of you, uh, Lockie. There you go. Oh, finishing touches. And then he gets out of his bag and sprinkles a little bit of silver dust over it. There you go. A little bit of pewter. Why, thank you, man. Uh, his friends. Appreciate it. Takes, takes the rust right off. Or so I'm oh. told. That's definitely needed in my case. I think. You're more rust than man. I'm well, machine. Then. Yes, I. Uh, <laughs> yes, long due for an overhaul, I think. Well, Palin will be able to help you out there. I know they do all sorts of stuff. I see. Right. Well, if you need anything, you can always talk to Gobby. He points up to the ceiling where you see the goblin moving around. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've named him Gobby in uh, honor of uh, one of the stream who's already named him Gobby, and I thought it's way better than the name I had. Gobby's way better. I love it. I always talk to Gobby because um, it's like Dobby, but he's a goblin. Um, always talk to Gobby if you need him. Just make sure he steals socks. Keep an eye on your socks. Don't let him get near him. Um, and if you if you do end up wanting to book a night. You can always go talk to Railer over there. And he points over to the uh, the toucan Arakukra. Yes. I... My good man will tell you if we need go. Wonderful. Well, it's been a pleasure. If you need any more drinks, you know what to do. I'll catch you all later. 
uh, and he begins to whirling through the crowd as he does another group of sailors enter and he goes hey boys come on over i've got your special ready uh, and he leads them over towards the bar and begins handing out um awesome. drinks in a very long thin wooden cup um and he puts a pickled onion on the top of each one of these uh top of each drinks and then hands the three out to these this group of uh, sailors who eat the pickled onion then drink the drink really quickly and then start making like gagging noises <laughs> you put hairs on your chest look at me it works for me as he gestures to his very thick pelt <laughs> um yeah what would you guys like to do um so is there food here yeah, food's been handed out. You've got your um, all of your meals have been distributed. Um, cool. Cross off your goals and uh, yeah. So um, I'll... go on. Yep. No, no, you go. I was just going to say, I'm just looking across at Lyra this whole time while this bizarre slash normal situation is taking place. I'm like, uh, how's the adjustment going to the present? My dear, I'm sorry. It has to be quite a. There must be quite an adjustment. Well, everything's a bit different, that's for sure. It's um, I think the weirdest part is is that there's enough things that are the same, but then, you know, now the stuff is just totally wild. It's um, it's an experience to say the least, but you know, it, it's interesting. So. We got that going for us, which is nice. If it makes you feel better, I'm also not so used to being in taverns. Although you get used to it pretty quickly. As you say that, Mira, someone sloshes beer down the back of your head. Ah! <laughs> Just a little bit, but yeah. As uh, one of the sailors behind you tries to skull his entire drink at once. I take the hint and I try and skull my turn. Well. Make me make me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and actually, anyone who's drinking the rancid rum, that's also going to be a constitution saving throw as well. Ooh, oh, no. Okay. Mirror 22. Yeah, you're fine. Like, this beer doesn't even touch the sides. It's almost like the alcohol evaporates off as it goes down your fire dragon throat. <laughs> oh. Um, gin, 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 I'm, uh, I'm going to use one of the disadvantages to give you disadvantage in that roll. Could you please roll that again for me? Shit. It was 15. destined. Oh, it was destined. Oh, Lyra. You haven't had alcohol in about 600 years, so um, <laughs> your tolerance is a little bit lower. Um, as you shot this whiskey, it burns in the most unpleasant and foul way. The alcohol is bitter and dark. There are particulate matter. There's particulate through it, almost like, um, like it hasn't been properly decanted or distilled. It is rancid foot rum <laughs> um, i mean it's called rancid foot rum i don't know what you were thinking um you instantly there's a shot of nausea you feel ill and very very drunk uh gin 15 again like you still like th there's definitely it, this is definitely a very rough moonshine sugarcane rum um, and you're getting sort of a hint of um, a hint of something else, something a bit meaty in it as well. Um, and some of the particulate matter looks a little bit like almost like little bone fragments to you as you sort of like oh. wipe your tongue off and look. These little white bone fragments. Um, oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> Gross. I keep drinking it though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you, as in like you order another? Because that's it's a little, it's a little no, whiskey glass shop. I don't. Okay. Okay. No, I don't order another. Okay. But I will. I quicker get Gobby in order just an ale. Um, yeah, Gobby. Gobby table. ascends down and goes. Yeah, how can how can I help? What what, what do you need? Oh, sorry. Just I forgot. An ale there, in my, my world, friend, in uh, my world, goblins are kiwi. Yeah, all right. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh hey, brew. What, what can I get you? Do you need a brew? Do you need a brew, brew? Oh, get me a dragon pilsner, my friend. You're right. I'll get you dragon pilsner, bro. Do you want a do you want a raging banshee malt? They're pretty good as well. No, that'd be all, matey. Right, okay. Any more drinks before I head back to the kitchen? Can I get you anything more before we get beached, as bro? Oh God. <laughs> what was that, sorry, Mira? Then we apologise to our New Zealand cousins. I don't. I stand by it. You're all goblins. Uh, <laughs> what's next? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I would not actually think that, guys. No, it's on record. I, I don't think that. I love. I love. I love Kiwi. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, now go back to the original voice. All right. What? What can I get you? Oh, anyone else want any drinks? I'm fine. I think that this one probably shouldn't have any more. Yeah. Looking at looking at Lyra. Oh, have you? Did you try? Did you? You, you had the ransom foot rum. You've got to follow yeah, that up with rent. some bloody. Imp, you've got to follow it up with bloody imp whiskey. Oh, good. That's a great chaser. I should have suggested it earlier. Sorry. Can I get you one? That sounds like an awful idea. I nah, think. It's, oh, nah, it's about water. Just, I, water. Does water still exist? Like the normal ass clear Yeah, stuff? I can get you. I can get you some aqua boring. Of course, I can. Yeah. <laughs> More like H two go. Yeah, right. Get you some water. Cool. Anyone else want uh, any, any more food? Could you some chips. Ah, right, that'd be enough, I think, friend. Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick it in a stew. Why is it chips? Need any of that. Okay. Righto. Great. I'll be right back. And he scampers back up his rope, pulls it back up, and then scampers across the roof again. Um. Yeah. Um. A dragon spell pilsner is brought out for you. Um, yeah, as I said, it's a, it's a sweet pilsner with a touch of toffee. Quite a nice sort of um, hoppy, hoppy toffee pilsner. Um, hoppy and toffee. water. Hoppy toffee pilsner. Say that 16 times fast. Uh, no, don't, please. Um, Lockie, as you start drinking your oil, could I have you please make me a constitution saving throw, but not for the reason you think? Okay, I was gonna say I have an advantage against being poisoned. It's not. It's not poison. It's not a poison. Just. It's just. I want to know something. And Con is the closest that makes sense to this effect. Seventeen. Nice. Um, as you as you take your first sort of sip of this oil, the pewter shavings on top immediately begin pushing through um, and grinding across your gears, and you find very quickly that they seem to be uh, quite abrasive, almost like a sandpaper, which starts stripping off a lot of the rust and grime and dirt that you've accumulated throughout your internal workings over the over the past couple of centuries. The oil that follows behind as you take more sips begins washing all of this away into your um, external um, ex, ex... what would you call it? Like external exhalation chamber? Whatever you use to, to do the Warforged equivalent of peeing. Um, it would, as, it would as be a, a, uh, a small reservoir. Yeah, a little reservoir. Yeah. <laughs> A waste reservoir. Um, yeah, as the oil begins moving through, um, 
it begins cleaning and um, fixing up your internal workings. Um, the pewter dust at the front actually seems to do a bit of an abrasive uh, finish, which has started to polish and remove a lot of the dirt and grime that you've been building up over the past couple of decades and centuries. You feel you feel good. Um, you feel much better. Your, your clockwork begins ticking a lot more uh, uh, regularly. You feel better. Well, that was that surprising and was not unpleasant. Better than a slap in the face with a fish, that's for sure. <laughs> Gary, you actually look a little bit better there, laddie. Yes, I'm, I'm feeling a bit better. Actually. Like my, uh, my uh, age 85 is whizzing away like it hasn't done in at least 150 years. There's your inspiration, well done. Two, two references in as many minutes, fantastic. Um, I would say on top of that as well, you feel your internal diagnostics calculate you are working at a 15% increased capacity. I think there might be something I could do for you. Yeah? Actually, it will take some time, and I won't be able to get it to you before, say, tomorrow morning, but I have a feeling I might be able to help you out. With? With your vision. You could construct something? I, I believe I can. There's, there's something um, known called a first which nice. you... Missing. That's what that's happening. Sorry. Uh, yes, I could. I could absolutely construct you. Mira has a glance at the at the high patch with mm-hmm. a little bit of tiny little bit of tiny little bit of hesitant hesitation. That would be wonderful. Would be yes, yes. Oh, I. The um. Our our, our guild has. Never been more depleted nor richer for the company now. As Mira kind of looks around at the being the only original one at the moment. Oh, yeah, true. But she's oh, um, yeah. quite happy with the new recruits. <laughs> They're up to associate. Yeah, very nice. Um, and with that, my question is: Are you going to be staying the night here, or are you going to try and take the overnight riverboat? Yeah, so as we're sort of eating and they've sort of all had their little chats, I'll sort of look at it, I'll sort of like say, all right there, friends, um, gather around, gather around. What do you think we should do? Do you think we should head out tonight or head off in the morning? Oh, go on, Lyra, are you in any fit state there? Are you wobbling around? Uh, I don't know. I think either way I'll be fine. Whatever you guys want to do. Okay. Hey, my my vote is in favour of the barge. That sounds quite safe, actually. The night barge? Yes. It might be better to stay moving. That's my thought, yeah. Mm. Alright, I think there is a little bit of a 
time essence for us to yes. um, get to Palin. So I, I definitely agree with that one, matey. What about you, Lara? He's Shut. Gives her a little bit of a, a nudge on the shoulder. Are you okay for a barge tonight? I believe she's fallen asleep. A barge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. All right. All right. On the barge we go. She's just sort of hiccuping all over the place. <laughs> Amazing. Alrighty, well, if you guys are going to take the night barge, we will wrap things up there and we'll come back for Perfect. your journey on the night barge. I think that's a good place to wrap up. Thank you so much, everybody who's been joining us, and thank you those who've been watching on uh, on YouTube now that we're doing the multi-stream on YouTube and Twitch simultaneously. Thank you so much. Um, thank you to everybody who's been dropping those channel points to get some advantage and disadvantage. So we've got Dragon, who's dropped three. Lucifer dropped one. Matt dropped one. Um... Yeah. Oh, actually, Lucifer dropped two, it looks like. Yes. So I've still Fantastic. got a disadvantage and an advantage. So the, the current scores stand. I took a quick note while we're doing it. So Mira has an advantage. Jin has an advantage and a disadvantage. Um, Lyra has an advantage. I still have a disadvantage, unfortunately. Um, and I gave Lockie inspiration right at the end there. Um, so there's that's the current scores of, uh, of bonuses. But yeah, thank you, everybody. That is going to be it for D&D tonight. We will be back next Wednesday, hopefully with our full party of lovely adventurers. I hope you have had a wonderful, wonderful night. Um, stay safe. Stay well. I will be back tomorrow night for some more streaming. I think I'm probably going to be doing... I don't know. What are you up to tomorrow night, Jared? And Andrew, if you're still um... here. Do you want to do Baldur's Gate 3 tomorrow night? Well, I don't know. I think I might be busy, but I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow earlier in the day. Give you some I'll send a message on the up. Discord. Otherwise, I'll do some more Witcher 3 or Assassin's Creed um, Valhalla stream because I know they've just dropped the new Druid expansion. I think I should probably check that out because it means I can do my okay. Irish accent for an entire like three-hour stream. Because um, why not? Perfect. Well, thank you so much, everybody. I have had an awesome session. That was um, that was great. I, it's always it's a little bit hard to sort of know what to do with um, with travel sessions. So I try and add in some interesting stuff and add a bit of a bit of um, fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, we will be back next session, heading into the second module, Rise of Tiamat. Um, this is sort of the interim section between Horde of the Dragon Queen and Rise of Tiamat. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So. I will catch you all later. Oh, I, Dragon used four. Sorry, Dragon. I might apologize. You used four of your channel um, advantages. Apologies. Um, perfect. That's it from me. Stay safe, everybody. Stay well. We wish you all a lovely, lovely night. And we will catch you all later. Farewell. See you guys. Have a good night. Yeah. Have a good day, night, week. Goodbye, everybody. See you later.